0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Heads Must Roll, a D&D actual play podcast set in a world of tyranny, corruption, revenge, and vigilante justice. Each of our heroes has had a life-altering brush with corruption in their past. Because of their troubled pasts, our heroes were approached by a stranger who invited them to join an underground secret society of vigilante outcasts. The goal of the secret society <laughs> is to expose and disrupt tyranny and corruption in the government. These are their adventures. Let's... Get into the world by introducing our characters, starting with Delana.
1: Hello, I am Aaron. I am uh, playing Delana Great She's a half-elf rogue, young twenty-one years old, just escaped a sex cult, and now is on the run and out for justice.
0: Man on the Run. Woman mm. Woman on the Run. Woman. <laughs> yes. Uh next we got Devin.
2: I am Devin. <laughs> Uh, I am playing the human monk, Daniel Sanway, uh, who, uh, last Ongalian native who tragically lost his master and is now joining forces with the branded hand to seek justice, dude.
0: And then, uh, Henry.
3: Hey, I'm Henry. I'm playing Deck Gorin, a human cleric who is an ex-member of the zombie-destroying organization called the Scourge Purgers, who recently parted ways with said organization due to a uh, disagreement with the leadership. So he's now with the Branded hands to try and find a better way for the his beloved organization to continue. There you go. Awesome.
4: And then Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm playing Eli, the half-elf Hexblade. Tonight, he finds himself returning to his roots as an Enforcer. Uh, oddly enough, preparing for a fight. While he had been considering ways that were maybe less violent, tonight, might makes right.
0: All right, and I am Jake, and I am playing Ingus, who is a halfling bard, and he is an aspiring clown with some deep, 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 dark issues. Finally, we have uh, Kurt.
5: All right, I'm Kurt. I'm playing Riven, a human rogue, who is rich, privileged, outcast, and dangerously naive, trying desperately to rush at the Branded Hand fraternity. Definitely.
0: Alright, so that's who we are, and I'm gonna hand it over to our, our DM. Thank
6: you. Alright, my name's Eric, and I'll be your DM for this evening. Alright, and if everybody's ready, we can get rolling. Um, <laughs> Alright.
3: So, <laughs> roll. Because right. these guys... <laughs>
6: <laughs> and
3: all also, we're playing
7: role.
0: I can... I can say for a fact that that is the First roll pun ever made in regards to Dungeons and Dragons. Verifiable Absolutely. fact. My goodness, we <laughs> witness
3: history among us. You heard it here first. Historic.
0: Extra,
6: extra,
0: read all about it.
3: Extra, extra, read all about it.
6: So last time, seriously, our heroes gained some clues as to the whereabouts of Orton and his band of street thugs. After interrogating a charmed gang member... The group learned of a secret entrance to Orton's Lair, which was apparently in or around a local butcher shop and barn. After some careful planning, the group split up into three teams to investigate. Delana and Ingus went inside the butcher shop to speak to the owner and search for secret entrances. Daniel and Riven, also known as the Sneaky Boys, (laughs) decided to search the surrounding area and outside barn houses for clues. Deck and Eli posted outside the shop as lookouts. Ingus and Delana were able to distract the butcher long enough for Delana to sneak into the back room and look for cues or clues, Excuse me, but none were found. Ingus, with his gift of gab, was able to keep the butcher from discovering his true intentions, but ended up buying 12 gold worth, worth of assorted meat in order to avoid suspicion. Outside, Daniel and Riven quickly found a trail leading to a small pig hutch by the main barn, and after some thorough... Albeit messy investigation by Daniel, a trapdoor was found (laughs) hidden under a layer of soiled pig bedding. With their new knowledge of the hidden entrance, the party decided to regroup back at the full mast inn to plan their next steps. Now, with 40 pounds of assorted meat on hand, Daniel freshly bathed, and a possible entrance to Orton's lair found, the party is ready to stage their attack.
3: Damn, that was good.
0: I just want to say, for clarity, I believe it's 42 pounds of meat. Was it, was it
6: 42 specifically?
0: I th- I would rather, yeah, I think, because that means I got a slightly better deal than you're insinuating, you know? Still not a good I
6: I Okay, <laughs> I was going to put in about 40 pounds of meat, roughly yeah. 40 pounds of meat, because I knew it was in that ballpark.
2: what The number that should stick into your head is the 12 gold that was spent <laughs> on it, actually, <laughs> of, is the is the poor amount of, of judgment that went into that.
0: <laughs> You guys are all going to learn someday that money is meaningless, okay?
6: Well, especially <laughs> to a clown. Dragon's money. money means yeah. nothing. <laughs> That's, yeah, money what? is no
5: meat sack.
6: To <laughs> one clown, <laughs> money
4: means nothing. 42 or... is the answer to life, the universe, and how much meat Jake bought. Well, if we sold that breastplate for 2,000 gold, it'd be worth it. It's an investment.
6: Would you say
3: it's an, invest <laughs> hmm? <laughs> an invest-meat? Oh, oh, oh so thank fun. you. thank you. <laughs> Hold your yeah. applause. It is the, number yeah, one, the, the rated number
6: right one there. sausage and best
2: both <laughs> of us. <laughs> invest meat.
0: Ooh. It's just, it's actually like chopped up leather vests. Uh, I like that it. turn into sausage or something.
6: What's the armor bonus from raw meat? Yeah, we have 42,
0: 42 pounds of invest meat now in the freezer.
6: It's like jerky.
0: Um, so yeah, I think, what, what time of day did we say it was? It's late evening or early evening?
6: Yeah, so it'd be like early evening, so like just about like the the dinner crew is like just rolling in at the at the end. Mm-hmm. It's getting close to bar o'clock is what
4: it is. <laughs> <We> could, uh, <laughs> to drink a and clock. have an early dinner and then uh, push out. No reason to fight on an empty stomach. Yeah. Oh, do it totally. do we think well, we did give the boy, the kitchen
3: boy, uh the all the boy. meat too. Boy. <laughs> to give <laughs> make meat boy. with boy with uh with yep. meat we provide.
0: We are definitely eating an invest meat dinner right now, for sure. That's true. You have to. Well, I'm going to choke down my invest meat and uh, have a sip of, of wine um, and then be like, so we're going to we're gonna head out tonight? Do you think the cover of night is the best way to go? Because like, once we're in a hole, night or day doesn't matter, you know?
5: Nah, man. Holes don't discriminate kids times a <laughs> day, dude. I suspect we may be better received if we arrive at night seems more plausible that we'd be coming back with prisoners at night.
3: I was going to say that there could be less guards out at night, so that would be... Maybe they would have an idea... They would have less of an idea of of new guards or new faces, what have you. Or at least, like, more drowsy guards. Mm -hmm. For
4: sure. They miss their naps. Might be a smaller night crew as well. There we
0: go. The janitorial crew. gonna be fighting with mops. The janitorial uh, crew. (laughs) (laughs) in In the pig pen hole.
2: I think in the sense of, like, for this what the sneaky boys can do is when they when we drop we drop down the distraction you know the the trojan horse of our friends then we will sneaky boy slowly uh, tail them and also like hang out in the shadows and stuff and do cool uh splinter cell metal gear solid like kicks a uh, hallway yeah and then we're like sitting up there and shit like that'd be pretty cool um While these guys, like, are the face and,
3: you know, kiss babies and stuff. Do you have a box you put over yourself? (laughs) The face of the fake prisoners? Yeah.
2: No, I just cover myself in pig shit and blend in. Like, that's what I do. (laughs) Well, we, so what, what do we,
0: we, we stole the two costumes from those dead half orcs.
2: Super dead, yeah.
0: So we have two golden studded leathers. Sure do. So that, that's so uh, Deck and I will be prisoners because there's no way a halfling would be part of this thing. And then everybody else needs to somehow be a children of chaos or a uh, street reaver. So we have two okay. casts. Well, I know
1: they have half elves.
0: Yeah, so that oh, work you out. you could be fair. Do you think they'll even know the difference?
1: No, I think I think if they're paying her terribly, they don't know who she is really.
3: But if we do say that she's fair, we run the risk of someone being like, "Hey, I know you. You're not faira."
0: farah has been my best friend for 17 years. But we never stole
5: Farrah's um, cloak, right? Or did we? Or her name tag. Yeah, we never took that either. <laughs> I really hope she had a name tag that just said, I'm Farah of the Children of Chaos.
0: Eric, your description didn't go over how valiantly hard we worked at making sure Farah stayed alive and got a whole new life outside of the city. We're I did. Well, I could have gone
6: into like some huge, beautiful tangent on how yeah. great that was, but I decided to just say that you <laughs> interrogated her. But I mean, there's like 45 minutes to an hour of footage devoted to her life
5: after Best Bofus. Also, I very nearly did kill her. I
2: was gonna say, yeah. You also. I'm also very glad that you glazed over the fact that me and Riven were uh, posed and ready to obliterate her entire career.
6: Yeah, you guys didn't resort to torture. I was very proud of
0: it. After all the talk of it, too. Well done.
2: I know, right? (laughs) Like in
3: front of her face,
6: too. It's really (laughs) weird.
3: Yeah, I'm keeping the audience on their toes. You know, you think that I'm the nice guy, and then I'm like, no, we'll just fucking kill.
6: Yeah, just no. (laughs) It's the cleric that
3: wants blood.
0: I have um, two manacles from when we were in that carriage way back when.
3: Ooh. Two, two sets of manacles? Two
0: sets. Old, old uh, Angus knew something that was going to come up with those. Mm-hmm. He read the script. It's in the script. He <laughs> read ahead. And I'm the only one that actually reads the script, so... Yeah, so I'm going to slap those manacles from way back when on the table, and I'm going to, you know, jab at deck and be like, we should look at, figure out a way to put these on ourselves, make it look convincing, but be able to break out very easily. Indeed.
3: I'm going to kind of take one of the pairs of manacles, kind of inspect it, see if I can notice any, any sort of, like... I want to say, I'm picturing like a catch of some sort, oh, like a latch. Yeah, like it, like it locks, or it, like it can. It looks attached, but then it's just like easily like shrug, shrug. I don't know.
5: I, we can see if we can use our rusty nail to break the lock.
3: We we could do that. Yeah, the
5: rusty possible. nail.
3: The trusty, trusty, rusty, <laughs> oh, trusty, rusty nail.
0: Would we be able to do like a check of some sort to uh, know if we successfully are able to like? manipulate these manacles in a way that's easily broken out of? You could. Let's see.
5: So I have thieves tools and a burglar's pack, so could I, instead of picking a lock, break the lock? Or just disable it? (laughs) Disable, break, what's what's the
2: difference really, right?
6: What you could do is whoever's wearing the manacles on them could do a sleight-of-hand check, since sleight-of-hand is basically like a physical deception check to make it look like they're locked, but have them not actually be locked. Okay. So that would be to make them look like they're locked, but then you could easily just go like, and break out of it. Because at first, when like, you look at them, they're, they're rusty and kind of crusty, but they're effective, so they would work like any other pair of manacles.
3: Would that be a check we should do now, or right before we go in?
6: Probably whenever you whenever the person sets them up. Okay. That would be like when they would have like the... The check. Um, sleight of hand check to see how well they're... Hidden,
5: I suppose. Can we gain advantage by jamming meat in the lock?
6: <laughs> it is very, it's very leathery. I, so. a, b- a bit of no. <laughs> <like, laughs> I don't know if having keyhole. meat, that, that might raise some questions. If anyone was looking at it, like, why is there meat in this lock?
5: <laughs> well, no, it'd just be like a small amount
2: of meat. When you have Rules? 12 gold worth of meat, you get creative <laughs> on what you're doing with it,
6: alright? <laughs> Before Sign. it goes bad, gotta use it some I'm
0: Trying to see a how.
5: return on my invest meat.
6: Yeah, rules is written. I don't know if jamming meat in a lock has much of an
5: effect. I, I feel like since I have proficiency in rogue skills, I should be allowed to try. <laughs>
0: no, you can't pick
5: a lock with meat. You weren't, Riven, you weren't
0: even able to do it with the rusty nails. So how are you going to do it? I was, meats?
5: I absolutely, that's why we have the rusty nails still.
0: We failed a lot with that nail.
2: But it was the friends we made along the way that mattered.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm feeling confident that we can manipulate. What's your uh, stealth, by the way, deck?
3: uh i have a fat negative two stealth so hell yeah uh, yeah same thing with sleight of hand and pretty much anything yeah that's why
5: then. he's in the manacles
0: <laughs> well that throws an invest meat in the manacles what uh, do
5: we do so i have a four for sleight of hand
0: i mean duck is like a a guy he can look like a children of chaos so yeah why not have um maybe we could have three prison oh we only have two manacles though but we have rope
3: and two set two two outfits you could just tie someone up
2: we could just tie everyone up. I mean, but the what do you, you use the manacles for later, right? Like that's stu- you're right. No, we got to use we got it's in the script. It's got the image. <laughs> I'm on the level now. Never mind, you're right. You're right. I lost the narrative for a moment.
0: So, yeah, so what's the what should should we is Deck fired from the, the performance? Has he <laughs> <laughs> lost his job?
3: Theoretically, like, Riven could just put the manacles on me and then he could do the check.
0: Oh, he could be the one that has his hand on the manacles or something like that.
5: Yeah, I could, like, make it so they stick together using some of the meat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> where's Where's big Jedi
2: robes? Where's our big, overly-sized Jedi robes? that like we can just put on someone so that way like you just- you have it on but you can't see because there's fucking big old wizard sleeves hanging over that shit.
0: That's very smart. Hey, Alan!
2: (laughs) Dude, bring me your finest giant oversized wizard robe that you have. Or the least finest that you have. Lost and found? This place got a lost and found? How lucky am I today?
3: I think we've gone over this before. I think think they do have a lost and found.
2: Right? I think we stole a jacket from them. We're gonna end up
5: with a burlap sack, guys. Actual meat and rusty nail aside, can I use my thieves tools to try and disable the locks and give them advantage on holding them together? If you don't have to worry about them locking on you, I feel like you'd do a better job of pretending that they're locked. I wish we just had the key.
2: I wonder if it's like regular handcuffs, how it's like you just have one key and you can unlock any set of handcuffs. By the way- Is that really how it is? That's how it works. just one handcuff key, right? It seems like an oversight, huh?
0: So Eli, you have a robe. You borrowed it to uh, deck before.
4: Yes. Yep, we do have a large robe.
0: I'm perfectly willing to just sling a, a bedsheet over myself and pretend as best I
4: can. Charlie Brown it, yeah.
0: Deck and I will still be the healers. It's fine with me. The stealth thing is going to go poorly for Deck.
4: But... Um, if I have a set of manacles otherwise in my inventory...
0: You just have them?
4: Yeah. It was part of the... It was kind of this like additional set of stuff from a hexblade for some...
0: The BDSM kit.
4: I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't even know what to do with it.
0: Eli's got a, a sex swing in his hotel room.
5: Jot that down, there's an idea for the, the Patreon vault.
4: Nope, I only got a crowbar. <laughs> I'm not DMing that one. Yeah, no. crowbar is kind of weird. I also have a wooden stake. Uh, if we wanted to put that through somewhere. Vamps
6: from Los Angeles.
4: <laughs> I don't know, do, do manacles normally come with keys?
6: Yeah, so if you have like a set of manacles, it, it comes like with, a, with one key. To get out of the manacles, if you like, buy them. D- Does that
4: key work on these manacles? Can I try? No, so it'd be
6: like one key, like oh, per cent. Wow. So it's not like a med, like a master key <laughs> of all manacles. No.
0: Otherwise, every prisoner would just keep a key in their asshole.
4: Unless they don't think about it ahead of time. I mean, you have to plan on getting captured to do that.
0: You gotta be smart. You
4: gotta be the boy scout of criminals. Always be prepared. Yeah, I mean, but you'd have to put it back like every day and it's just, that'd be annoying.
5: Unless you're into that kind
4: of thing.
2: Yeah, well, just add it to the routine, right? It's like, you don't forget your wallet. You don't forget your keys. You don't forget the key up your ass. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't leave home
5: without it.
0: So I am going to, while everyone's discussing this, I'm literally just gonna go run up into my room and mm-hmm. grab a sheet off the bed and do my best to wrap it around myself and look like a healer.
4: Cool. Well, you don't need to be a healer, right? You could just be a person that was getting healed cuz that's still illegal, right?
0: Well, based on my costume choice, I'm going to be a healer.
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Your choice. Yeah, yes, probably so. like a disguise or some shit, right? Yeah,
6: so disguise, which I think is an in- which I think is intelligence, then if you have like a a kit, you get your proficiency bonus.
0: I, I do have a I have a disguise kit, so Okay, so you'd get your proficiency
6: bonus to your disguising. Check. It's
0: a plus three. Let's see how we do. Seven plus three, ten.
6: Solid. It's yeah. so you look kinda like what a cleric what a stereotypical cleric or healer would look like. You look kinda nunnish, but like a very like lowbrow healer. Yeah. So you kind of <laughs> heal.
0: The costume department did a bad job, but the performance <laughs> is one to never be forgotten.
2: Do we have a, a singular length of rope that we could just tie around like his
0: waist to make him look like fucking... Yeah,
1: we got some silk rope.
0: Yeah, we have plenty of rope. We'll cut off a section for you. Cool. Well, I'm all set. My my role in this production is, is ready to go.
2: What you drinking there, Daniel? Uh, Daniel Sunway is drinking Wild Turkey Don't, 101.
3: Uh, he's drinking generic brand of
2: whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Insert no title here.
0: We're drinking Burger King branded. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Wild Turkey. Not sponsored. But they are very tasty. What else do we have to figure out in order to...
1: Um... So it's me and, and who else is wearing the other... Cloaks.
0: The
5: the disguises. The
0: very best performers should be doing this because you're the one that has to pass muster, right? In terms of like talking and communicating with people. So
5: would that be performance or deception? Uh,
2: I I could argue that you could probably because I know that uh Eli perf- uh is leans more in the intimidation side of charisma. So I could yeah. say that you could just you could pull her away. It'll yeah, barrel chest your way into being like, I'm, I'm a better, uh, whatever, uh, what, what am I called? What's the bad guys called again? Children of Chaos? Street Reavers? a <laughs> better child of chaos ever than you ever seen before. And I'll, and I'll beat you up, nerd. <laughs> halt, who
0: goes there? Are you challenging me?
1: Write this down, this is the script.
0: Uh, Riven, you still have that uh, slashed up demon armor, right?
5: I do, with the the giant demon bite taken out of the side.
0: Yeah, so that's three costumes. There we go. We're getting there. I thought I'm a sneaky boy, though. Well, you can hand the costume to somebody else, uh, you know. I think everyone is costumed
2: up. We got the two healers. We've got the two two fake boys, the two Children of Chaos boys. In terms of, we don't have enough costumes to go around for sneaky boys. So, sneaky boys uh, are in the nude. We're painting ourselves black and, like, just, like, cartwheeling through and, like, really trying to blend in,
5: I guess. There's nothing sneakier than cartwheels. That no one will ever suspect the cartwheeling guys.
0: That's that's actually something they taught me in, in clown school. <laughs>
4: nothing is sneakier
3: than <laughs> cartwheels. One of the key tenets
4: of being clown is cartwheels always.
2: They'll never see me coming. <laughs> but they'll hear you with that fucking soundtrack <laughs> behind you. They'll hear you. So I think in the sense of us uh like who's got like who's on first and who's on second, I think we got our bases loaded.
1: Yeah, we ready.
7: We good.
2: We gotta get in there, we gotta fucking punch and stab and what push people about? off cliffs. Our weaponry. Oh, they won't. Oh, well, you robe and you don't have weapons as far as I know, Bard.
0: <laughs> I I do, too. I have a... You have, like,
4: a blowpipe or whatever. I have right?
0: a rapier and a shortbow. I do have a blowpipe.
4: Um, Deck, I can carry your weapon. Oh, Or it can be under the I, robe.
0: You got big, fancy
2: robe.
4: Oh, yeah, you got
5: a robe, too. You do, like, the classic cinematic thing where you reach back behind your neck and you pull out a great sword. Comes out of nowhere. There's no,
3: like, hilt above
5: my head, but it's just, like, Yes. <laughs> what
4: kind of weapon do you have? Yeah, I was actually curious as well. Is it a great sword?
3: No, it's it's a mace and a,
5: and a shield.
4: Okay, yeah. Oh, we could just hide that somewhere. Whatever, who cares. Is your shield like a
5: buckler or is it like a big old shield?
3: Uh, Let me check. It just, just says shield so i'm, I'm picturing like a, like a like a square or no whatever you want it's like a round like a buckler kind the of the world is your oyster
5: yeah you could definitely have that on your back we are wasting so much time talking about nothing this
4: is very important gotta get the
5: details right we're painting the image in the in the audience's mind man
1: this would be great for the for the podcast because you know? <laughs> they have they've not gotten enough yet
5: yeah, they can picture the bucklers and the cartwheels, the naked cartwheels.
0: Plain shield. Why? One last question is: we're going to try to deceive ourselves through as far as possible until we have to fight, right? We're not going in guns blazing. We're going brains then brine, right? I hate myself, and I'll probably cut that out.
4: No, it's in. I mean, we could have just gone guns blazing. We could have just. We just could have just
2: gone. I was gonna say, I, I didn't. I have just a worry on if we. I do have a worry if we go in uh, pretending and then we get in the middle or whatever, and then we're getting hit from both sides, you know? So, like, if we're on one singular track of, like, a, of a railroad of destruction, <laughs> then at least there's no one coming from behind.
1: We'll just say, hey, is Orton around? Try to get him maybe with yeah. us, you know?
4: Yeah. Like, hey, and hey, Orton, we'll...
1: <laughs> we got some books for you or whatever.
4: Well, that's why the Sneaky Boys got to cover our exit. Well, the Sneaky Boys, hopefully we can, like
2: I said, hopefully we can do super cool, like, Assassin's Creed stealth kills, you know? Just, like, like getting behind them and throwing them in wheelbarrows and stuff. Like, that'd be super cool.
4: But uh, until the uh, fighting starts, if you can just make sure that our way out is clear, that's... That's cool, too. Yeah, for sure. We're going to be we'll be your shadows, bro.
0: This is going to be our last episode, isn't it? We're all going to die.
4: We're
2: all dead, yeah. I'm looking forward to it.
0: I had another completely alternate thought. I'm just going to throw it out, but I'm ready to leave. We can just toss a bunch of hay down there, start it on fire, and smoke them out, and then kill them when they're outside.
5: Well, we don't know if they have alternate exits. Well, that's the job for the Sneaky Boys to
0: find
1: out. <laughs> that's a job for yesterday.
5: We could reconnoiter the entire base over the course of several weeks. Yeah, exactly. We help them throw the the fucking
2: bales of hay in there, and they excite, and they go, "All
0: right, sneaky boys, find the other exits." <laughs> 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 like just run running. Follow the smoke. Yeah,
2: sniffing, sniffing the
3: air.
0: Where's the burnt pig shit? Or let's you know just go down there, balls blazing, or whatever.
3: Balls blazing. Balls sure.
0: blazing. That happens a lot at the full mast.
3: Yeah, that's
2: merch right there. That's on a shirt. With ball, <laughs> balls, <laughs> balls blazing. <laughs> yeah, that's Mosey. Let's get going. Mosey? Yeah, that's Mosey. Okay. I'm gonna get some co- coal from the
5: fireplace, and I'm gonna put it underneath my... underneath my... There is
6: a, the fire is still going on.
5: So I considered that, however, one, yeah, the fire was blazing, and two, the bar is filled with people.
6: Yeah, there's... <laughs> the dinner crowd is in, but I mean, it, Daniel, if you wanted to, like, sneak some coals out, there might be a couple
5: only somewhat hot ones. Or in like the bucket next to it, like Ebenezer Scrooge style, you know? Oh, not the ashes, the unburnt coals? Like, you grab some lumps and you're like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It looks really cool. Looks cooler than what- how you're depicting it, but yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's totally not lame at all. Looks really solid and sick.
0: Yeah, those, uh those like sun things are really important at night (laughs) to have under your eyes. That moonlight gets
6: bright. Yeah, it's super cool. So a couple clarifying questions from the DM. Okay, who is going to be cloaked as a Children of Chaos member? I believe Delana was Mm -hmm. and... I'll be... Okay, and Eli is... Eli. Okay, and then you guys talked about two are going to be manacled as prisoners? Yep. Okay, who's going to be manacled?
5: That
0: would be Deck and myself.
6: Okay, and then Ingus, you were also dressed up as like a healer.
0: Yeah, got ten on my disguise check though. As
6: much as a blanket, I feel pretty
2: can good make about Make you that. a healer, yeah. And
6: so you guys are basically going to be to make it look like you are bringing two like prisoner clerics to the hideout, right? That's the plan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully,
0: like, immediate execution isn't their response to that.
2: Well, I was gonna say, I hope we show up and they go, we don't take prisoners, and then they, like, throw them over the edge you go,
6: ah! <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh,
2: great, I'm glad we made the whole plan.
6: <laughs> okay, and then Riven and Daniel, what are you two gonna be up to while the other four are kind of making their entrance? We're gonna be sneaking.
2: Yeah, we're gonna be up to no good.
6: What, what does that mean, I guess? So you guys kind of know like the layout that like they're gonna be going towards like the entrance which is like basically this little like pig hut but what are you two gonna be doing while those four are kind of going towards that entrance
0: maybe we could do like a halfling on someone's shoulders thing and then have like the cloak drinking down over them because that works every time i'm yeah. literally yeah, hiding them under my body <laughs> that no no <laughs> Daniel's not about it.
2: <laughs> that was a bad idea, dude.
0: That
1: would take a lot of planning.
2: <laughs> yeah, that only works if you're children. Like, that only works if you're children. <laughs> as far as I thought, is we would be, we would be the party's shadow. We would be the infiltration squad's shadow. So we would just kind of slink around, sneak around, be sneaky boys, <laughs> that's,
5: that's <not laughs> all it. I'm just, I'm leaning <laughs> into, that's just, plan. that's just it. What's yeah, the plan, <laughs> we're
6: gonna be sneaky boys?
7: Be sneaky
5: okay. boys, yeah. Say no more. We thought of every detail. <laughs> I mean, it's simple. It's a very simple plan. There's gonna be shadows. There's gonna be cartwheels. We'll pull it all together
2: at <laughs> the last minute. Buck ass naked, just with two little like football.
0: <laughs> so, but what you're literally saying is your plan is to attempt to be 100% invisible in there. The invisible, time.
2: yes, 100%. Okay, we good. are going to hide behind barrels. Good we're luck. gonna hide behind you. We're gonna uh, we're gonna split kick up into the into the hallway ceiling so that way people can walk underneath us unaware that we're even there like I I think it's gonna work out perfectly and if it doesn't, then it just means your guys' disguise didn't work out. And we just have to kill everyone. Oh no. If
0: anyone if anyone finds you, we don't fucking know you, okay?
2: Gosh, you sound like my family on outings.
6: <laughs> okay, so Deck and Ingus, the guys who are manacled. Um, to set so you guys are gonna set up those manacles as if they're locked, but they are not gonna be truly locked, correct? Correct. Okay. Um I want somebody to make like a sleight of hand to make it look like they're locked. I'll give you advantage since everyone's kind of working on it. But also, I'll let you guys kind of make that check, I guess, now. And we'll say that you can, you'll can, you have that or set that up kind of outside, I guess. Because you m- probably don't want to do that inside the inn.
2: Yeah. Who has the best sleight of hand?
0: I have a f- plus five.
2: Uh, I also have a five. What do you got, Riven? What's your sleight of hand?
5: Sleight of hand? It is four.
2: Delana?
0: What was your sleight of hand?
2: I'm just <laughs> looking at rogue characters. I, I don't need to ask, Dick.
6: <laughs>
5: Sorry, Deck. Negative two,
6: baby.
0: I'll I'll just roll, but with advantage, you said?
6: Yeah, since, like, everyone's... I mean, multiple people are going to be working on it, so I'll give you advantage. This one
0: roll is for both me and Deck, or
6: just one of us? Um, I would say, yeah, use the same one, since it's basically the same attempt.
0: All right, come on, baby Jesus. Come on, space Jesus. Nine plus five is one of them, and 17 plus five, so 22. Mm,
6: okay, we'll, we'll take the 22, and we'll use that for both, so... It's very, at first glance, it's very, very convincing that they are actually locked, but they are instantly get-outable. Get-outable.
2: Get-outable. I'm always thinking of the Star Wars with Chewbacca. How he's got him, he's like, the clasp just won't shut. And it's like, but he had all that hair, so it works out. So like, it didn't even matter. Where's, grow hair, guys. Come on.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So, is there anything else? And then while everyone was talking, it did begin to rain outside. So it's going to be night, so it's like early evening, it's dark out right now, but it's cloudy and it has begun to rain.
0: So much for our eye black. I'm very glad I'm wrapped in a bed sheet.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be soaking wet. It's going to be like a wet t-shirt contest, but a bed sheet on you.
4: we had that weird mascara running look. Oh, yeah.
2: Me too, I got that black shit on my fucking face, it's going to be down.
6: Is there anything else you wanted to... Do or plan, I guess, before we set like the plan in motion.
2: How much money do we all have together? I'd like to draw up a will. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. H- how much money I have? Twenty one dollars
3: I have fifty nine gold.
2: Okay. So seventy, somewhat. I have some demon bite armor. I'm asking because we can buy as many healing potions potentially before the store closes as we can.
0: <laughs> I have sixty gold and forty two pounds of meat.
1: All right. I have sixteen gold.
2: So we have at least
5: two potions, is what I'm hearing.
4: Well, how much is a potion? 50 gold, right?
5: Yeah. I've got 253 silver and 11 gold. Okay. All
4: right. I think we can
5: get like
2: three potions, is what I'm hearing. I've got 76 gold. We can get four
0: potions, <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Do you think we can trade meat for potions? Uh,
4: Unlikely. But, I mean, we could try...
0: You want some porterhouses for a healing potion? <laughs> I'm sure the audience wants us to go down the meat avenue again in this episode.
4: No, we're going down the potion avenue with meat. That's, you know, it's an investment to invest meat.
0: But then if they don't accept it, we have to drag 42 pounds of meat back to the refrigerator.
4: No, we are just taking it with us to the party and... Offer that in prisoners. Doing, doing as great as that is, I feel like we
5: should rebalance our portfolio to be less long on meat. <laughs> our, <laughs>
2: our resume, our cover letter, is just like so. I'm really good at making meat last long. Open up an an
0: ir Angus.
5: Shut up.
4: <laughs> Cut that out. That was no good.
5: It wasn't good. We should start our own in, like Reddit investment page called Wall Street Meats.
6: It's got that guy with the sunglasses with like two like huge like slabs of steak in his hands.
4: Where's the best focus? This- Stock exchange. Where's- where's the potion shop? Okay, so how
5: much of my money am I deleting so we can buy, like, a marginal amount of healing potions? All of it, because
2: I- I- all of it. So I- I'm gonna math it again. I got 21 for me. 59 for deck. I wrote 16 for I think- that's what Delana said. I got 71. I don't remember who said 70. I did. 71. I got 30, because I think that's what you said, Riven. 36, yep. Ingus has...
0: 32 silver, 320 silver and 30 gold, so six.
2: So that is five potions.
4: I mean, I still have that 288 silver, 200, yeah, 288 silver. That would
3: be, yeah, that would be enough.
4: That would be enough
2: to put us over the top. Now it's three seventeen. It's three hundred seventeen gold is what we can pull, so we can have the the change, the seventeen, be put back into our uh, our fund. Yeah, make up for into our meat, meat slush fund. So then
3: we're then all my all our gold is just all would have, just have one live. potion.
2: Yeah.
0: I just want to say a say a quick gotcha to the audience. You guys thought you were tuning in for D and D. It turns out it's math homework.
2: <laughs> well, which is still D and D. So I am down to do a grocery to go. Take a beer run for the party and go to the nearest potion seller. Okay. Give me your finest potions. And then give a, a healing potion to each persona. A six pack, if you will. Uh, yeah, a sixer.
3: Okay. Now I have zero gold, six silver, and hundred copper.
2: And there's 17 gold in the He's going
3: to
0: bet it card. all on a game of God's Eye. I should! (laughs) He actually runs off into an alley. We never see Daniel again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. Oh, man. If only I was that guy. That'd be great. So you would know that
6: Grom sometimes does have potions that he hides in, like, small, like, liquor bottles. The guy? For Branded Hands members. Yep, so at the bar, you might have to kind of give him a wink since there's other people at the bar, but he hides potions in bottles that, like, Branded Hands members can buy from him.
2: Yeah, we do the commonly known, uh, like, the commonly known, like, the, the hand sign that says potions, please.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I'll take a sarsaparilla. It looks an awful lot like the sign for scissoring. Yeah. Well, I tried to do the thing. How do you do it? I don't know how to do it.
6: All right. So Daniel, you walk up to the bar and so, and, and Grom comes over trying to look like he doesn't recognize you and goes, What do we have, young man?
5: One of your finest, uh, drinks, dude, of the healthy variety. And are we doing the chicken dance in the background?
6: Okay. And he kind of looks in the back and looks, looks back at you and goes, Six, though. He kind of like leans in a little bit and he goes, I've got three, but I gotta charge it 30 gold a piece. It's a big discount. That's he, that's huge, dude, I'll fucking do it. Give me
2: my money back. Here, just. I know, yeah, I ha- hold on, I really gotta math this garbage out now. Okay, yeah, I, I hand over the money because I've been gifted everyone's money so that I hand over the 90 gold.
6: So he nonchalantly tries to take like, you know, a lot of gold from you and then he kind of pulls out these three, what looks kind of like smaller, like, whiskey bottles and then kind of pushes them towards you so they don't look like normal healing potions but for this price it's probably a lot more than whiskey all right yeah and i pocket that shit give
5: me my money back we're all in this together we should gladly share our money
2: yeah so whoever gave me 60 i give you a potion and your 30 gold back okay remember whoever gave me 36 i give you a potion and your gold back Woo! and whoever gave me 70 I give you a potion and your 41
5: gold back. I just want everyone to realize that we just nonchalantly slipped him the equivalent of a briefcase full of cash (laughs) right now. Like hundreds of silver pieces. At the back table and nobody else. I'm so confused on whose money's whose. He's like walking back to the bar just jingling. He's got hundreds and hundreds of silver pieces on him now. Okay, so yeah, so the <laughs> people that gave, some people that gave me money, so I gave some money back.
0: I took mine back for sure. So
2: I have two peoples that isn't my own's monies, and I know one of them's fifty nine gold. And that's Deck. All right, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good uh, bookie. I- you are,
3: you are a good money man, minder, mender, minder, minder man,
2: something rather. And so I'm gonna take Deck's money <laughs> to the next to the fucking. Walgreens down the road and I'm yeah. going to
5: go try and buy a, a potion <laughs> for $50. By the way, corporate sponsors, that Walgreens could be CVS.
0: Maybe a Rite Aid. Who knows? Whoever wants to...
5: Walmart Pharmacy. We're not picky. Yeah. So, Daniel, you are looking for like other potions? Yes. 100%.
6: Okay. So, down the road, there's like an old magic shop. It's called Malgo's Magic. And outside on the on the sign, you can see that it has Malgo's Magic Shop. And you can see in a big X, it's... Magic is crossed out and then on the side it's written stuff. So now it's Malgo's stuff on the square. But it seems like that may be a place that would have what you're looking for.
2: I open the door and the
6: bell jingles ding 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 ding. Okay, so you open the door Bell jingles a little bit, and you can see there's kind of, there's a really like kind of old, old bearded man that's kind of like, he looks like he's kind of like folding up some uh robes by the side. You can see there's a lot of different like robes kind of hanging up around. It looks more like a clothing shop at first sight. He looks over here and goes, oh, oh, yes, yes, young man, can I help you? What's up? Yeah, I need to buy uh
2: healing potions. Are you hurt? Not yet but it's going to happen. Let's let's say it's been known to happen, you know?
6: I see. You know those are very expensive, young man. They're hard to come by. Oh, I know. That's You're getting profiled right
2: now. Yeah, it sucks. Uh but like I I got money. What are you selling them for, old man? I have
6: some I have some left over, but I'd have to charge you 60 gold pieces. If you have that, they're very hard to find. You're busting my balls, old
2: man. 60 gold pieces? You kidding me? I can go down to the next store over, and I can get those for 40 gold pieces. I'm lying. I'm gonna lie. So you're telling me you're gonna try a Hagumi for 60? Flat dice.
6: Oh, good. I got a three. Hmm. Because I couldn't give you them for just 40. No one would sell you them for that cheap. See, that? See, I
2: lowballed them, right?
6: They're hard to find. And I could easily get in trouble for just giving them
2: out. Well, you're not gonna give them out. I'm gonna buy them from you for, like, how's 50 gold sound? You
6: have 50 gold pieces on you.
2: Do you have the capacity to sell them for 50 gold pieces?
6: I would need to see it, I think, before I believed it.
2: Alright, I put... I put a a stack of 50 gold pieces on the table.
6: Okay, and he counts them out, and he kind of, like, looks at you, and he looks down at the gold, and he goes, I'm not going to ask how you came about this money, but I think I could be able to give you one of the potions I have.
2: Great, and then I put down two other stacks of 50 gold pieces, and I say, make it three. Okay, and he looks at you, and his
6: his eyes kind of widen, and he goes, I'm not going to ask how you came about this money, but you don't look like someone that would normally be able to come about this kind of money on his own but he kind of like pushes the money off to the side and kind of goes back and like reaches under the counter kind of opens up a cabinet and he comes out with these that have like this kind of like pink liquid inside of them and then he hands them to you he goes here these are these are healing potions that i got from a friend a while ago but if you ask you didn't get them from me
2: sure I don't even know your name and I, and I like I'm looking at the stuff as I'm shoveling it into my pockets into my inventory pocket I go like
6: whatever old man and I just I throw it in there He holds out his hand he goes my name's my name's Malgo and you are
2: Well dude if we're supposed to keep this on the DL you really just screwed the whole booch there dude The store is named after me <laughs> I'm like but I'm Daniel and then I shake his hand I guess
6: He goes nice doing business with you Daniel come back if you have any other needs yeah, uh, hopefully he won't try to oversell
2: me too, Shyster, and then I <laughs> walk out. I'm sorry, I didn't see know. See you next time, and I'm gonna go.
0: And we're standing outside the store waiting for you.
2: Yeah, you guys are in the rain, like.
0: Come on, goddamn it! All
2: right, I give the I give the remain the two potions, one to Deck, one to Dell, and then I got one each. Thank and you. And I Daniel. gave you nine gold back, Deck. Hey, all right. And then Delana, we we do have no money. <laughs> we, we have no money. And so I pocket that shit. Who needs money? I don't- I, I'm used to not having it, I guess. It's fine. So, but we also no longer have that 17 gold in the party fund.
1: Uh, we got meat, though. Alright.
0: So, from this magic shop, how far is it to the butcher shop?
6: Just be, like, a few blocks. So, not far. So, maybe, like, less than a 10-minute walk. Do we
0: all feel ready for
2: this? Potion of healing is 1d8 plus
6: 1. Uh, it's 2d4 plus 2.
0: Is that the same for the- the- whiskey bottle ones
2: yep so they're all going to be
6: like that and that's like your basic potion of healing 2d4 plus two
3: damn that's so weird all i see is a potion of healing greater superior and supreme but there's no just basic potion of healing on the D &D beyond that's bizarre but you can't trust D and D. What are they?
2: What, it's not like they wrote the book or. Greater,
6: nothing. yep. Greater is forty-four plus four. Superior eight D four plus eight, and supreme ten D four plus twenty. That's a lot of D fours. But
2: like, as far as I remember, OG is just one D eight plus one, like plus caster level, which is usually one. You could get two points of healing back, and it was like, oh well, that was a really shitty p- potion, you know. But this <laughs> one is like you'll get minimum four points of health back.
3: That's crazy. So this is, this one is. Uh... 2d4 plus no
2: wait yeah 2d4 plus two nice whatever like a healing spell is yeah
6: classical strength dang yep original strength recipe it's
2: got all seven herbs and spices in it
6: yep then the supreme ones have double the they spices. got that dr pepper <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, the, yeah know? the thirty different yeah. flavors
0: this fantasy world is so so corporate
6: it really is we were talking about like <laughs> so employment bonuses i think last session meat stock parallels are amazing How much do they pay you? What are the benefits (laughs) of working for the children of chaos? Is there a retirement plan? These are important, important things
0: to know. So let's head over to the butcher shop to our untimely demise.
5: Yeah, we're for sure like 100% going to die. This will be the end of the campaign is tonight. At least we'll die poor.
0: And then we get all new characters. start from level one. (laughs)
2: As is tradition. You
6: guys are going to do great. So you guys begin to kind of slog through the rain towards kind of like the square that the butcher shop is kind of like on the corner where some different roads meet. As you begin to approach, you can kind of see through the rain that kind of posted up on one of like the fence posts that's kind of next to where like the pig pen is that had the hidden trap door in it. You can see there's one guy in kind of like a, a black cloak that seems to be like, smoking something under his hood, posted up by the fence post that's maybe 10 to 15 yards away from where, like, the pig hutch is. But other than that, at first glance, you can't seem to find anyone else that could be kind of posted up. Like, there's kind of, like, some townsfolk kind of running through the rain, but there's not many people out on the street. Other than this one guy that's kind of leaned up against the fence. Other than that, everything's very quiet.
0: What kind of uh, race does he be
6: He's got his hood up. So he's smoking something, and so he's kind of, like, hunched over it to keep the rain from taking his smoke out.
2: There's no street lamps or nothing, I assume.
6: There aren't any street lamps in this district. Yeah. So, and the sun is like, it's pretty much dark at this point, so it's pretty hard to see. You can see there's like some light coming from, or like candlelight coming from inside some of like the windows of the different houses, but otherwise it's very, very dark.
2: Just see the illumination of like
5: his, his little stovepipe or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm
5: going to lean over to Ingus and say, would you have any way of
0: keeping him quiet? You mean like killing him? Putting him to sleep, you're saying? Like keeping him quiet while we killed him. Well, I could certainly put him to sleep, I suppose. And then he might set himself on fire with his pipe. Do you have uses of spells? Like, do you have a limited amount of- Yeah- I have, well, cantrips are unlimited, right? And then I have three first level spells. So putting him to sleep would be one of my three spells. Three spells. Three spells until I
5: do a short And you're our only spellcaster? No.
0: Him and Eli, yeah. And
4: deck. I don't think I have anything better. I mean, we could just put the stealthy boys in action. (laughs) Wait, so is it just a guy sitting there trying to smoke?
0: Can we do like a perception to see? Uh, uh, Yeah. Looks like Devin...
2: You guys should totally like start leading your leading your quarry over the fence or whatever the guards And the prisoners should do that. And then if it sparks that dude's interest, then me and and Riven will just
5: fucking get one between the ribs on him and then drag him down into the pig pen or some shit. I don't know. Because it's dark enough. So the pig pen's kind of like out in the open on the southern part of this whole compound. So I'm going to elbow Daniel in motion that we should kind of sneak around north around the buildings and all the way back down
0: sneaky boys that's your theme song <laughs> yeah
2: we say it every
5: time we go sneaky boys and then
2: they're like who the fuck said that but yeah i i, I get into skyrim stealth
5: i get into stealth mode and then i okay so you crouch yeah i crouch that's it <laughs> <I> <laughs> crash, yeah. doing the theme song <laughs> <laughs> and i will start to roll a dice for sneaky boys
6: okay so both sneaky boys are sneaking around kind of like the long way around yes okay keeping a low
2: profile so, I'll have
6: both sneaky
5: boys roll stealth. If you guys are sneaking.
2: I got a 12 or a 13. What is this?
5: Is it 12, 13? I got a 9 plus 6 is 15.
2: Nice. Yeah, I got a 12. Not
6: quite as sneaky, but
2: you know, <laughs> could have been worse, could have been
6: better. And so, the, the cloaks of Delana and Eli. So, how are you two, I guess, because you two are going to be leading um, Deck and Ingus towards the entrance, correct?
4: Yep. We could just have them between the two of us. I mean, it's not like. That's eight, what I was thinking. Crazy. Yeah.
6: Okay. So this guy is kind of sitting on like the far corner of it. So you won't have to pass directly past him.
2: Are you, when you say the far corner, are you talking about the far south? I don't have anything opened up. Are you talking about like the far southern corner? So like the
6: far southern corner, somewhat close to the pig pen, but still within eye shot. Within eye shot of it. So from where he is, it seems kind of convenient that he would be able to see anyone that's entering. There. So it seems him being on that post. He's the watcher. Seems like he's not just smoking since no one else is outside.
2: Yeah. We should we should have gone from the southern part, Ribbon. Because his attention will be drawn north towards the pig pen, and then we could have gone behind him and
5: Well the pig pen the pig pen's south, right?
2: But he's on the far He's
1: also on the
2: south. He's on that like that fence, that fence corner, I assume. Yeah, well but... the baddie. He's on that far southern fence corner. I guess it's southeastern.
5: Yeah, so if we go around north, then we can sneak around and we can get completely behind him, right? I don't think so. I, 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 yeah, I'm I, not looking at the map. I guess I should do that, huh? But, well, that was my intention. I, I Maybe if I screwed it up. I, I was thinking that this whole pig pen was in the south, and if he's in the southeast, I was thinking we'd go up.
2: No, yeah, see, he's on that corner.
6: If you guys go onto the map, I'll kind of put where which corner he's on.
2: I see it. It's a little
6: bit more spaced out than, it's a little bit more than five feet per block, but he's going to be posted up on that corner. So if you come up from the north and down around behind him, that could potentially work.
5: Yeah, okay, so if he's in the southeast, everyone's coming from the southwest, essentially. We'll be coming from the north. I'm cool with that, as long as they're opposite of us, our our diversion party.
0: I mean, our operation, the healers, and the chaos is... Pretty overt, So like we could go in and be a distraction by like waving and nodding and all of that crap. And then while exactly. we're literally just walking past him, he can be distracted enough for you to like, you know, slicey slice or whatever. Punchy punch, foot slice punch. Slice
5: his throat. So sneaky
6: boys are sneaking kind of around back while Delana and Eli are kind of bringing the manacle deck and Ingus kind of towards that pig pen.
0: Hey, I think I think we deserve a fun nickname. I think we should be, you know, like the Cool Buddies Club or something, you know?
2: Yeah, the <laughs> Cooler Than the Sneaky Boys crew. Oh,
6: that's
5: quite the same ring to it.
0: And they're, and they're not invited. They're not invited to our clubhouse.
5: Ah. Could be the Trojan Horse Equestrians.
0: Except you don't get a vote on what we're called, Riven. You're not part of us.
2: <laughs> the, you guys are the... The Disguisey Boys. Uh, yes,
6: I like that.
0: So so we're just going to like walk in casually straight toward the hole as
6: if... Internet. Sorry, my internet decided to just not work for 10 seconds.
0: My internet's been pooped too.
5: Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Time Warner can suck my... They really
0: fucking can.
2: Unless they're sponsoring us tonight.
1: <laughs> Although we have AT&T,
0: but... If Time Warner wanted to sponsor us, I would piss in their fucking <laughs> mouth. That's what I would do.
2: Hell yeah. Time Warner, that's what Jake says, but like... If you give Devin money, I'll suck your dick. I don't care. When, when, and how much. The how much is the last question. I just need to know when and where, and then I'm fucking, I'll be there.
0: I would let, like, Halliburton sponsor us
5: before I let Time Warner do it. Time Warner, they're not that awful. Like that's all we'd have to do.
0: No, literally, I got in such a huge argument with somebody on the time, like Sam Warner customer service person, that I got so mad that I literally ripped my shirt in half. I just like that is <laughs> oh,
4: cool.
6: You actually Hulked out. Dude, that's, I saw that's, it happen. Like, biblical,
4: right there. That's the most badass thing I've ever heard.
1: Mm, it looks sad.
6: <laughs> it
0: was <laughs> sad. Aaron can document that. And we Harrison. go to Aaron
5: for confirmation.
4: Did this happen?
0: This is Aaron live on the scene. I'm crying.
1: I took a picture after the fact of the ripped. It was like a pink magenta shirt, and he like ripped it while on the phone with her. Like
0: I'm into it. I feel like I've
5: seen that picture before.
0: Yeah, it's on Facebook. I'll have to put the picture into this episode. I'll just superimpose it.
5: Yeah, this episode brought to you by Time Warner and Facebook. We're just going for all the evil corporations. Uh, yeah, evil corp. We'll have to dub
2: over evil so that way we put these up on Facebook. Seven
0: episodes, and we've sold our souls completely.
2: Maybe like
6: Hormel meat brought to you by Spam.
5: <laughs> yeah, we should go for like a sponsorship by Johnsonville or something.
6: <laughs> Johnsonville Broadworth number one in Best bofus
5: <laughs> It's a solid investment. Meat. Brought to you by Scam. Scam
0: Likely the only person who calls me.
5: Anyways.
0: <laughs> the Disguisey boys are just going to... um Where do we say we're entering from? The, no- the Southwest?
5: Yeah, so you guys
6: are coming across like the street towards... You're, so you're heading straight east down the street towards the pig pen and then also the guy that's posted up a little further down the fence.
0: I say we just uh, proceed straight towards the hole as if it's part of our daily lives, you know? Mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm. And so you begin to approach kind of down the, down the street, um, escorting Deck and Ingus, and you get a little closer and you can see that the guy in the hood kind of like turns off to the side and he takes whatever he's smoking and like flicks it off into the rain. Nice. And just kind of looks and just kind of eyes the four of you as you approach. You can't really see much under the hood, but you can tell he's looking your way, and he's still leaning up against the fence post. Do you want to do anything as you're still kind of
5: approaching?
0: I think this is the Marlboro Man, brought to you by Marlboro Cigarettes. He takes the hood off, and it's the fucking the camel, like a <laughs> camel cigarette.
5: The... And, and by the way, if he can see you, I think we need to keep metagaming to a minimum here. This has to be kind of live role played.
6: There can still be meat jokes if if necessary. But otherwise, yes, all in game.
0: So the disguised boys are making decisions separate
6: from Yeah. So the so the four the four that are walking up, so he's just kinda like looking at you like sideways, but he hasn't made like any other moves. Keep walking. Oh
0: no, I'm not one of them. Never mind. Yeah. So I'm just gonna Yeah, you're you're a bad boy. Act scared. I'm gonna I'm gonna act scared as if obviously I feel like I'm being walked to my death. Roll performance. Oh, I got this in the bag. I rolled a one for fuck's sake. But remember I'm a halfling, super lucky.
6: Half no, halflings, that is the most like overpowered ability. I rolled a two.
0: My fucking god.
6: Wait. Are you <laughs> kidding? That's amazing. It's not an automatic failure. It's a seven total, right? So
2: Yeah, what's his perception? Does he is he a very easily convinced kind of fellow?
6: So he looks he looks over at the four of you. Kind of, like, looks around, like, takes a scan of, like, the rest of the streets and kind of, like, keeps looking. And he kind of goes like this, like a wave.
4: Well, I don't wave. I'm the victim here. We're going to keep going just for a little bit further. See if he if he presses the issue. Delana or Eli, anybody going to wave back? Any?
1: Yeah, like a no- can nod back. Can I just do a quick head nod? Yeah. We should acknowledge him, you know. Okay. Like, hey, bro, you know me.
5: It's me, your girl. Not Farah.
1: It's Farah
6: that seems to be enough so you come up to like the fence post where there's a kind of like a little dip in like the wooden fence but you still have to kind of climb over the top of it but he doesn't make any move to stop and or make
4: contact perfect just what we need we'll uh go over the fence i guess okay
6: and then
1: i can maybe toss uh, toss
4: ingus.
1: uh ingus over the fence will you catch him
6: hey, yeah ingus is pretty easily lifted over the fence posts
4: cool we we can make a slight shove. Forcing Deck over the, over the top.
6: <laughs> You're on your own. Yeah, Deck might be a little bit heavier, but he's able to kind of get over the top. With a little bit of work through the manacles, but it's possible. And then you make your way, I'm
4: guessing, like towards the pig pen. Will be all business-like. We're on a mission.
6: I'm following the leader at this point. You enter kind of like this kind of like small pig hut and you can see that there's there's two pigs kind of like laying in the straw inside the pig pen so it's very warm and dry inside and what you've heard from Daniel and Riven is that there is a trap door under the straw. And so the pigs kind of like give a couple like snorts at you as you kind of like look into into the hut. But they just keep laying on what looks like where the trap door would be.
4: Go up and nudge them aside, I
6: think. Okay, and you kind of like push the pigs and they, after like a little bit of extra pushing, they begrudgingly kind of like move off to the side and kind of lay off somewhere else.
4: You're lucky we've got
2: enough meat already. Dude, honestly though, I commend you for that bravery. Those pigs will fucking chomp your
6: bone in half. They're so strong. Oh my god, I'm so scared of pigs. Yeah, some pigs can be mean. These aren't like super big ones. They're they're not prize hams. They're just there's little porkers. That'll be
0: our group name, little porkers. Nope. It's little porkers.
1: <laughs> uh, do we know if like the sneaky boys are they like? Are we gonna wait, wait? Wait for them? Should we start getting the strata?
6: So you guys, you guys are like, let's say, let's say you're looking for the trap door. So split to the sneaky boys who are probably now at this point like kind of sneaking down like the back side kind of towards behind where the supposed guard is kind of posted up on the on the corner fence post. So are there any,
5: we're sneaking along the barn, are there any openings to the barn on this side of the street?
6: There aren't any openings to the barn on that side. So it is to like the side of the, there's like the fence and then maybe five feet and then there's kind of like the sheer barn wall. <laughs> hmm. But there is an entrance to, like, the southern part of the barn when it, like, stops. There's, like, a big barn door on the southern end of the barn. But on, like, the eastern side of the barn, there's no door on that side.
5: Or window. Okay, so seeing the guards standing there, I'm going to whisper to Daniel and be like, Kill him. Or should we sneak in? Oh, all I heard at first was, Kill him!
6: And I was like, Oh, what?
5: <laughs> all right! And I was like, Ugh.
6: And it is raining, so it's a little hard to hear over the pitter-patter of the rain. I'm going to be like, Uh... Well, I mean, like, I can grab him and like, you know, like,
2: and then you get, you get the knife, and you just go right between his ribs, you know? (laughs) Does it actually work like that? I mean, I've, I've seen plenty of stage plays where it happens that way, so I think so. Plenty of live theater. Okay, and I'm extremely naive
6: about these kinds of things, I'm going, okay, let's do it then. Yeah, you're reading fucking gossip columns, dude, like, I get it. The sneaky boys plan their first murder. (laughs) Like, the worst Nancy Drew book. Well, my thought process was, is like, oh, Riven
2: can, like, sneak up and grab him, and then I'll, like, punch him? Like, no. Like, what am I gonna do, like, double die <laughs> like, double-footed dive kick <laughs> into his head after, like, he gets grabbed? <laughs> like, like, what's the what's the most, like, efficient way to just murder a man real quick? A lot of different ways. Get him with a- some edge type of weapon. Sneaky boys turn to shanking boys. The shiffin' boys. So I'm gonna try- I'm gonna try and fucking mosey my way up to him. Do you want me to roll another sneaky- sneaky test?
6: No, you can just like go on the same- we'll just go with the same stealth, because that'll be like the whole stealth thing. What are you gonna try to do? Are you gonna like, gonna try to go up and-
2: Yeah, I'm gonna try and grab him by the neck, or like, get him in a cool, like, under the armpit, like, neck grab. Like a good old Stone Cold Steve Austin sleeper hold. And then put my mouth over- or put my mouth over his mouth. Put my hand over his mouth! uh, (laughs) To get him to it's shut romantic. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Why? then a sword in the back. Daniel is the Night Stalker. For all you listening at home, this is our head must roll Valentine's Day episode. Can you truly find love on the
2: battlefield? So yeah, I'm going to grab him and I'm going to fucking put my hand over his mouth. Or their mouth, whatever. And I'm going to grab him. And, and, and he, you know, and, I'm gonna, and I got him.
0: I'm going to try to do that. We have Michael Winslow as a guest in the studio today. Yeah. Never
6: mind. (laughs) So, I want you to make a grapple check.
2: Can I use my dexterity? Because I can use my dex to punch and deal damage for some fucking reason. Because I'm a stupid martial arts boy.
6: I want to say it is a strength thing. Oh my god. I'm sorry, guys.
5: As a practitioner of judo, I want to point out that it could very easily be a dexterity. Well, that's
2: why I thought, like, because, again, like, as a monk, it just says that I can use dexterity as a bonus, as my attack bonus and my damage bonus, which I thought was bonkers. I thought I was going to suffer a minus two to my damage forever. I
4: think in the rules, it says you can use
2: athletics or acrobatics. Oh, or acrobatics? Oh, I do have acrobatics, actually. Just do, like, a fucking spider grab, just jump and wrap my arms and legs around him, and just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like,
4: zzzz. that's acrobatic, I guess.
6: Okay, so you make a melee attack so you can use your decks, and then they can either use an athletics or acrobatics to try to get out of it. Okay. Isha happening. Kia!
2: So it's a 16. If it's just a melee attack, you said, right? Like it's a regular old attack? Yep. Yep, 16. I hope they fail.
6: So, you go up and you try to like grab, I don't know, like, you know, and they like do like a spin move and they spin around and go, hey, what the hell? And then, so they spin out of it and they're now facing you. And so they've broken the grapple.
5: Okay. And in the meantime, while he was doing that, I was timing it. So I was running up and like screaming into my breath going, like, ah, with my rapier. Sneaky boys. So, Riven will let you have. Like, this would
6: be, like, your basically surprise round. So they were able to spin out of the grapple, but you'd be able to get in an attack. Okay, I do. Okay, so you're just going to stab them after the spin.
5: Um, absolutely. Roll to stab. Alright, so that's an 18 plus 4 to hit. 22. Okay, that definitely hits. plus 2. You
6: would get sneak attack, because they're technically in combat. So that... Three damage
5: plus sneak attack is seven damage total. So
6: you've lunge with a stab through the rain and get him right in the ribs. That sneaks right between some, and you can hear the guy go, "Ah, oh, you little!" And he pushes, he pulls out a sword. Okay, initiative
5: for you three. Ah, oh, shit!
2: best uh, Bestopolis is a dangerous area. There's street muggings all the time. I might have gotten a ten total.
6: Okay.
5: I got a
6: 12 total. Okay, so it's gonna go Riven, Guy, and then Daniel. Okay, so Riven, you just pull back your rapier out of his ribs again, and you see another like opening for an action. So your turn.
5: Alright, I'm gonna try and stab him again. Ooh, that is not good. That is, that's a seven to hit. Total? Um, do I get advantage if we're, cause are we flanking him? Mm, You guys are coming at him from like the same side no okay can i use my uh move action to flank him technically yes you can. I'm gonna use my move action to flank him, and then try and stand him.
6: Okay, so we're gonna be we're gonna be using the flanking. I like the flanking rules. I think it's technically optional, but I love flanking. Because the baddies get it too. 17 to hit. Yes, And that one sinks into his ribs, but from the back.
7: Woohoo!
0: At this point, have the disguisey boys heard a like rustling? Like, are we aware of what's going on? The guy that we were waving so at is this now was suddenly. Probably...
5: So that is six damage total. Okay. Disguisey boys, that brings up an excellent point.
6: I guess, Daniel, when would you have wanted to first try to grapple him since you could also see the other four coming up on the pig pen?
2: Yeah, to be fair, when I had the- the vision in my brain was when the bad guy waved at the party. That's when I wanted to like fucking nab him and just start going to town. So that way, like, to, just to further influence like
6: the sneak attack thing, that way our friends could just stare at us in horror as <laughs> are like beating this man up. Okay, so before you got into the pig pen, So the four leading up would see this whole thing ensue. And then that way I could have waved as I was chokeholding this guy. And then Riven was just shanking him in the gut. (laughs) Come on in. The fight is fine. So Riven, you sink another stab into his back as he kind of turns around to face you. He's going to try to take a swing at you with a very seemingly oversized sword. What is your armor class? 16. And it does hit.
5: No. Good thing you got that potion.
6: Take... Seven damage
5: that is so much more than I've been dealing.
2: I know well, that's not true You dealt like fucking nine on the first hit and
6: then you got a second free hit for funsies and He goes, I'm gonna kill you, you little bastards. All right, Daniel. So he's now facing away from you. Yeah so after you slashed it Riven your go.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming that I'm still on the other side of the fence Yes, right? so I'm gonna uh, do a cool like I'm gonna use the fence as a springboard I'm gonna try and drill a kick into this back
3: pull back as, like, a slingshot and launch forward. <laughs> this
2: is, like, professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And from the top ropes, Daniel Sanway brings in the
5: people's elbow. <laughs> He's got a foreign object. <laughs> He's taking them to the chair.
2: Uh, so <laughs> I'm, be- I get um, advantage because I'm flanking, technically?
6: Yes. Yep. Ooh, thank God.
2: Okay. Uh, 20 total. Oh, yeah. And then our punchies. Where's my punchies?
0: Hold on. Stand by for punchies. Stand by.
3: Three, two,
6: one. Punchies. Oh, that's that didn't fall.
0: Got Okay. Two
6: plus three is five. And so you're trying to slingshot yourself? You're gonna is this gonna be a kick or an actual punchy? It's gonna be a kick. It's gonna be a kick, okay. So you come across and you do land a kick into his side, but he's still able to, he's still standing. Although you could feel kind of some bones break from the force of your kick. Sick. So I, when I
2: land, I'm going to, because I assume I did a, a one-legged kick, yeah, and then I'm going to do a spin back, and like, with that spin, I'm going to follow through with a karate chop to the neck area.
6: Okay.
2: Yeah, because I get an extra attack if I hit.
6: Mhm. Yep, but that might be enough. This one also gets advantage.
2: Oh, really? Double advantage?
6: It's all flanking, so all it's
2: No, no, attacks. no, no, 19. But let's see if I get a 20. I didn't. So 19 plus 5, so 24.
6: Got it. Kyaaaat!
2: Uh, for seven points of damage that time, straight to the deck,
6: and with a sp- with a spinner out and a cry chop to the neck, you hear a oh, and he just collapses, and then you hear nothing
5: but rain afterwards.
2: And I look over at the party that, like, the rest of the party that was going into the pig pen, just like, and I and I give it double thumbs up,
5: and I'm gonna go. That wasn't at all like you said it would be.
2: Yeah, it totally was. And I and I scoop up the guy in my arms and I start to drag him back towards the pig pen. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> you're carrying the guy? Why don't you it, okay. Why don't you toss his cloak on so you don't have to be a disguisey, you can be a disguisey boy instead of a sneaky boy.
2: Yeah, I'm dragging him back, I've committed to the role, I'm
5: dragging him back <laughs> to, the, to the fucking pig pen. Are we gonna feed him to the
4: pigs?
2: Yes, 100%, I'm gonna throw him in some fucking pile of hay and just let let God sort it out, you know? Let have it facts have its way.
4: I'm sure the pigs will take care of it for you.
2: Did I say Havithax? What's their name? What's their, what are they fucking called? It's Havgar and... Havgar. Scalithrax? What's the gods' names? Skrillex!
3: Havithax and Thaxelroth. <laughs> Skrill- Our
5: god, Skrillex.
2: He used to play a lot of cool night shows down in Las Ongalies.
5: Our Skrillex, who art in Havithax? <laughs> I'll be thy bass drop. <laughs> I'll be thy like bass drops.
2: That was solid. That was fucking... That went between the ribs better than a fucking <laughs> ribbon blade. All right, so Danielson, kiai, karate, karate chops whoosh, into the neck of the baddie, and then he crumples like a sack of bears. And he <laughs> grabs him by the underneath the pits, and he starts dragging him back. And then he goes high five, ribbon, and he, but he holds up the hand of the dead guy for the high five. So it's a limp wristed high five.
5: Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna take the hilt of my rapier and punch it.
2: And it goes. Whoosh, like, whatever, and it fucking it smacks it or whatever. And I'm like, SICK! And then I just keep dragging it back to the party that's heading into the, the pig pen
5: or whatever. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be like back there, like trying to use the rain to scrub the blood off my rapier.
0: I think it's a good opportunity, though. If someone wants to wear that cloak and not have to be as sneaky, someone want to wear the cloak of the dead guy.
6: Riven took Yeah, goal, he's already wearing it, I think. It's his backup plan. And then, Riven, you've got that on right now, right? Yep. Oh, you're wearing it? Oh,
2: so that way if they find you out, you stand up and go, No, it wasn't sneaking! All the Reavers do cartwheels in the shadows. Yeah, what's his name tag say? What's his name? You gotta look at that shit before you really commit to character.
0: Open up his wallet, check his ID.
2: See how many pictures of his children and wife he has.
5: Take all of his silver pieces.
2: Yeah, as I was pulling him back, I'm rummaging my way through his
6: pockets and trying to avoid his junk, looking for spare change.
5: He's got seven gold
6: and fifteen silver pieces on this
1: really? person. In You're not poor anymore.
6: And he is a half work variety. How many pictures of his wife is in there? <laughs> one d twenty.
2: Only twenty.
6: Uh, I throw so those all away. He only in. has five pictures of his wife and children. There are one d twenty children. Wow. 1D20 <laughs> children. Nope, there's no pictures,
0: so... Those Havgarians really, uh... He's, v- really like he's very create. fertile. They
2: pump
6: them out, dog. They're a fertile sort.
0: Um, has anybody bothered to, like, open the hatch? Have we flipped the hatch?
6: Nope, but I'll say that everyone is, like, inside in the pig pen with two pigs that basically refuse to leave because it's raining outside. Um, but then you also have the dead half-orc.
2: The dead naked half-orc. Yep,
6: and you did you guys strip him of, like, the studded leather and everything? I just t- I just took because you guys have the cloak, like the the blue Children of Chaos cloak. But then there's the kind of like the Street Reaver armor that's kind of like the golden studded leather.
7: I mean,
4: I'll take it for selling purposes of their
6: particular gang, and I'll
4: roll it up and put it in my inventory of holding. Okay, now what's the armor class on one of these things that I'm wearing? Garbage.
6: It is literally garbage tier class. It's like 12 or 13 for studded leather.
4: Studded? Is it just studded leather? Maybe I should have looked that up
6: yeah it's not very much it's light armor
4: 12 plus dex okay well this will be an interesting combat well 12 plus dex hold on wait how does armor work
6: so different armors have like what they set your armor class at and then they add your dex bonus to it so it's not like it it gives like a plus like on top of 10 it's every armor has like a set value and then you add your dex
0: oh i'm glad that
2: i've been adding my armor class different this entire time do you have armor no, I'm not wearing... I'm a monk. Uh, I've been doing ten plus dex plus wisdom and that's what it is. But it might maybe it's different for monks. I'll I'll look it up. I'll look it up.
6: Honestly, I think that's what it is for unarmored. For
2: monk, for monkeys? I think it
6: does start at ten. Yeah, because yeah, armor class is kinda different. I don't I don't know what unarmored technically is though. There's a table for armors, but I don't know if the unarmored is on there.
2: That is crazy. They they just they wanna change it all on me.
6: They hate me. While Devin's looking that up, what would everyone else, I guess, like to do? So, like... Let's open this hatch. Yeah, the hatch is just kind of under the the straw.
0: I am 100% in performer mode. I am still playing the scared healer. So I'm just along for the ride. As the character, I'm not going to presume I know where I'm going. I'm going to let somebody else guide me,
5: you know? I'm going to say, can anyone patch me up? Oh, yeah.
0: You're injured. What's your
5: hit points? Or must I quaff a healing potion?
0: No, that's that's a...
2: Get out of jail free card, right there. You should save that.
5: But I should quaff a healing potion. No, you shouldn't. You should- no,
2: you should take a you should take a lay on hands or some shit.
0: Should we sit an hour and do a short rest? His blade doth sliced across mine chest.
2: Is it an hour? Oof, I wouldn't risk it just in the sense of someone else- Don't you have like a
0: second wind thing or something,
5: uh, Ruben? I do. Do we not have any healers in our- Well, I can do it,
2: I mean- I would say Deck can do it for sure. And we've already decided we're not fighting the boss this round. Spoilers, kids at home. You
4: might. Maybe. We'll see. I might. You might fight only one boss. Go down there, there's only Orton.
6: It's just him in a lone room with nothing
5: else. Eight arms. (laughs) All of them holding great swords. (laughs) How many spell slots
0: do you have, Henry, or deck? Two. So it would be, would it be, how many hit points do you have,
5: uh, Riven? I have 11 left. Ah, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Be sneakier. That's true. Out of how many total? 18. I'm down... Oh, well, that's seven. pretty good, though.
0: If it gets dire and you pass out, we'll just like dump a
5: potion down your throat. You'll be. That's how it works. I only have thirteen. Are, are we holding back? Like, are
4: my injuries? You guys
5: are like, we'll, we'll save it for the other injuries. Like, We've decided it's superficial. Suck
4: it up. Let's go. I'm pretty sure in general it's better to heal up than to try and heal up in the battle.
0: Is that wastes a round or whatever? I guess
4: an action. Yeah. I have
0: no way to help you. Even though I'm pretending to be a healer. In character, even though I don't have healing spells, I'm just going to lay my hands on you and pretend as if I'm healing you.
5: Put your hands back in those shackles.
0: Oh, yeah. Never mind. JK,
3: <laughs> LOL.
5: I'm going to kiss your boo-boo- boo-boos. All right. All right. Let's just go. I'll, I'll be in the back of the line.
6: <laughs> Nobody wants I'm, to hear I, I
3: cast Healing Word on Riven.
6: Just don't get caught. Deck, you are going to cast Healing Word on him?
3: Yeah. So I rolled uh, 1d4 plus 2, I got a 3, and plus 2, so you're healed for 5 hit points.
5: All right, that's most of them. Thank you very kindly, sir.
3: Problem. I'm going to do it so it's sort of like while the Ingus is laying on hands, I'm going to be like, use my voice so it seems like he's actually healing you. (laughs) (laughs) Create the illusion that he's healing you.
0: I love how, like, the entire premise of this entire campaign is about, like, defending free healthcare, and none of us were willing to heal Riven. It was just like, go, you're on your own fucking. (laughs) Absolutely
5: (laughs) not. Why would we? I got hurt in the line of duty. Yeah, well, that sucks for you. Yeah, you're paying me back for this.
0: And what benefits do the branded hands have? (laughs) Absolutely not. A a 20
2: gold discount on fucking level one (laughs) potions. We have a health savings account.
0: You've got a five gold deductible before it kicks in. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
4: just eat some meat.
5: It'll <laughs> Just eat some meat! Just slapping a steak on my sword wound.
6: It feels more like video games. Yeah, just eat and... I know it's for
5: black back. eyes, not open wounds.
3: Minecraft sound effect.
6: All right, well, who wants to lead
0: the way into the hole? Eli should lead the way. I'm just going to open his hatch up.
6: Okay, and so you open the hatch up, and as you look down, it looks like it's kind of like... it's a tunnel that basically leads, looks about like 10 feet down, there's a wooden ladder that goes down, and as you open it up, kind of like this warm air hits you, and also the smell of, like, smoke. Okay, Okay. let's go. Let's go down the ladder.
0: How far down does it look?
6: 10 feet of ladder.
5: So, not, like, super tall. That's not bad ladder. We've climbed higher ladders already. Yeah. Not well pretended to be in shackles, though, so.
0: I, you can probably scooch down a ladder in
5: shackles.
3: I was gonna say, yeah, as long as you can't, like, pull your hands all the way up,
5: but, like, you can kind of go, like, croom, croom.
3: King, king. that's that's definitely ladder sounds it's king, 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 king.
0: <laughs> maybe this is the huge hole in our plan there's no there's no way these people would actually put prisoners down this way
4: so, yeah this is why they just murder everybody well they usually just kick them down the hole we're trying to be humane here and not waste healing points.
0: Well, I will follow behind whoever is pretending to be my guard.
4: Yeah,
3: we never really discussed that. Who's who's
4: who? Oh, we did actually know,
2: because I think Riven was in the front, Del was in the back, and then you two were in the middle. I was very
5: much not in the front.
2: Yeah, (laughs) me, or whatever. (laughs) Shut up! Eli and Riven are the same person, shut up. Eli is in the front, Del is in the back.
4: Well, once we get to the bottom, Del should probably take the lead, because she can probably talk her way out of it, or talk her way into it further. Yeah. yeah.
0: For the sake of the podcast audience, uh, Devin was attempting to do hand gestures to clarify things, and it, I think it just made it worse.
5: Yeah, so there's four fingers. To anyone who's listening and can't see, the hand gestures made it way worse. And then there was two more fingers, and I made a mouth. It was like, rah! rah! <laughs> it's a Venus flytrap. Yeah. Definitely not tactically relevant. <laughs> Definitely in no way helpful at all, but
4: he did it anyways. I don't get it either. So... At the bottom, what do I see? So Eli,
6: you climb down the stairs and again it kinda smells smoky and musty on the inside. As you climb down it's there's torches on the wall and as you get down you can see that you climb down into what looks kinda like a open like meeting room. So there's stone tile on like the floor and then also the walls. Looks like it's made out of like these stone bricks. And there's tables all all around like the room that you've crawled down into. And on the side of this room, across from like all these like tables that are kinda in the middle, on one of the walls, you can see that there's this black what looks like an iron maiden up against the wall.
4: Oh, that's unpleasant.
6: And then also a kind of hallway leading to looks like stairs, a stairway leading down. And also directly across from you, there's another opening to another room where you can just see like the head of a bed. So it almost looks like it goes back into like a bed or some sort of bedroom or bunk on the opposite side. Okay. But you do not see anyone in this room. Although you do hear some chatter coming from somewhere. You're not sure from which room.
4: So there's across from our descent there's one tunnel going down a room and an iron maiden
6: yes and also and then just like kind of like tables looks kind like a meeting room is
4: it lit it is so there's torches along the walls okay it's lit does the smoke smell like something like cooking or burning or is it like or medicinal lighting up and having a great time
6: it's a mix between cooked meat, tobacco, and then also just torch smoke from like a fireplace. So it's a little bit of everything. Kind of smells like home in a way. kind of smells nice. Oh, well,
4: that's pleasant. Nice little hideout they got here. I'll, I guess I'll wave down everyone else.
6: Yeah,
2: all of our heads, I was actually picturing this, the rest of our heads are like looking down <laughs> the hole. <laughs> like
0: staring down. <laughs> like even the sneaky boys were like, oh. I'll immediately clamber down.
6: So everyone clambers down. And I'm going to have everyone just kind of refer to roll 20 of where they are. So everyone should be in this room where there's a whole bunch of tables. The two other entrances into the different parts of the room and then also the Iron Maiden on like the far wall.
0: I've decided that Eli is my guard. So wherever he goes, I will also go.
5: Let's take a quick peek inside this bunk real quick. Yeah, I'm definitely not wide out in the open. I'm very, being very, very sneaky.
2: If there is a doorway that leads, because you said it was a stairway down or whatever? Mm-hmm, yep. If there is that doorway, I want to be on the left side of that doorway, and then like, it braced up against the wall.
5: And like, sneakily peeking around a corner. Well, I'm I'm
2: gonna let the party, uh, disguisey boys deal with anything that else is happening.
0: So you're invisible.
2: As far as I know. So
6: Riven and Eli, as you go across to where you you can just see like the head of one of the beds, you go into that kind of like separate room. And as you go in, it looks like it's a bunch of different like bunk beds that are kind of put together. So there's like one like single bed. And as you go in, there's like two other bunk beds and then one kind of large one on the far end
4: of the room. Is there anybody in there?
6: So it doesn't look like there's anyone in there. No. Although all the beds are very disheveled, but there's one that looks like a larger bed on the side. Under each of the beds, you can see that there's like a small lockbox.
4: Um we'll deal with that later.
6: Murder then steal.
4: Yeah, let's uh, let's all move out towards this hallway going down, I guess.
6: So, Eli, as you kind of, like, near the stairway leading down, you can hear kind of some chatter coming up from what sounds like the basement or the lower level. You hear some, like, gruff voices talking from the bottom, and you hear a, Hey!
5: Whoever's up there, bring down the whiskey! This is a secret hideout I can get on board with. I'll,
4: I'll shut down. Where the hell's the whiskey?
0: Everyone knows where the whiskey is. It's on one of
2: the tables! Germans don't hold three up like this. They hold it up like this or whatever.
0: More hand gestures that the podcast audience can't see.
4: We'll look for a bottle of whiskey and we'll grab it. Okay. As far as they know, there's only one person. So you can hear it sounds kind of like a
6: few different voices echoing up from uh, the lower level. And you can see that there's like a bottle of whiskey kind of tipped over, although closed, on one of the tables.
4: All right. We'll
6: grab it. And so you kind of grab this pretty nice amber bottle of whiskey that's from a distillery that's in Besbophis itself. So it's a pretty nice bottle of whiskey.
3: Is it Jefferson's? Besbofian.
6: It's not Jefferson's. Is that our next sponsorship? It
3: is Fantasy brand whiskey number one.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Good old number one. So it's it's called Dugan's Stone Melter.
0: That's pretty hot.
6: Yep, so it's a, it's a low it's a local brand, so Dugan's is it's a distillery in the Best Both us.
0: We'll have to go on a tour of the distillery someday.
4: Alright, let's grab the bottle. I'm gonna go make some friends. Sick. This the, the non sneak the, the sneaky people probably should stay here, but you don't you're not the boss of me. Well, you can do whatever the hell you want then. Do you think that
0: prisoners are safe to go with you, or should we hold back?
4: Prisoners
2: can come with, I think. Okay. Okay. So, disguisey boys are heading in because we gotta refer to our squad names, right? So, disguisey boys heading down.
4: Or, I mean, or if we want, we I could just go first and see what's down there. I mean, that sounds reasonable.
5: No, but you can't like go
4: down there and be like, oh, by the way, I forgot my prisoners upstairs. Well, I mean, I my my partner here can bring him down in a second. I just brought the whiskey first. Party first, business leader.
0: If anyone, like, questions you guys about the prisoners or tries to, like, attack us, you should be like, no, 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 I want to do it. I have a personal stake in these guys. It took me a long time to catch them. I want to be the one that fucks with This is
5: in character. Yeah. I'm trying to start a sex cult-type
4: situation. (laughs) Yeah!
1: (laughs) Just hear me out, guys. I got this idea.
4: I don't think they're going to go for that, guys. I think they will. I think they'll love it. We'll make them. I guess I'll make my way down the stairs then. And I'm following after you
0: as if you have me in complete control.
6: Eli is making his way down the stairs. Who's following? So Eli is dressed up as a... We following.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay.
6: Delana, you're also following?
0: I'm I'm also following down the
5: stairs. Yeah, I was going to say, the prisoners should go. Yeah, I was going to say, we're we're kind of being probably dragged along by the... Yeah, I'm going to take a peek around the corner and see if there's any way I can sneak down these stairs. Like- <laughs> was there a chest in this room that we saw that we weren't allowed to touch yet? There's chests under
6: each one of the, uh, beds. Yeah, while I'm killing time, I'm gonna start (laughs) popping shit open.
0: Daniel, always get consent before you touch a chest, okay? That's, uh,
5: that's important advice. I just gotta
2: lube up my hands first before I start touching a chest. I just gotta be more thoughtful that way. Uh, so I'm gonna do a little bit of that action.
5: Dude, just, just pop it.
4: I'm gonna pop lock and drop it, dude. Just start with the large chests. That's my favorite kind. (laughs) All right. So, are there people downstairs, or are they just... Hold on, so let me make sure.
5: So, I've got I've got Eli and Delana, and then also Angus or he- or Ingus are heading downstairs, right? Angus and, and then Deck, While Daniel yeah. is popping chests open, I'm going to be, like, hanging up by the corner trying to listen to everything that's happening down there. So, Deck, what are you doing during this time?
6: Uh,
3: I just sort of figured I was being dragged along by Delana, who's, I guess, my jailer at this point. So, I'm... I'm just sort of glowering and looking
6: Come pissed Come I'm...
0: <laughs> Come along, boy. Playing the character really well.
6: So, Daniel, up at the top, there's no chests up there. I guess in, like, the main room where all the tables are. But again, there's kind of like that lone, kind of like Iron Maiden that's up against one of the walls.
2: Can I knock on the iron? Tung, tung,
6: tung. You knock on it, and it is made out of seemingly iron yeah it sounds hollow so you can kind of hear like an echo on the inside so it doesn't is anyone being tortured in there
2: yeah that's what i was wondering is there a latch is there a front latch? A, 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 a my side latch can i open it as you look
6: on the side you can see that it's locked with like a padlock like a crude padlock on there hmm And as you look, there's a little something kind of, like, scribbled into the side, like, right above where the padlock is.
2: Is it, like, a combination? Like, a number combo?
6: Nope, so it looks like, it looks almost like a poem, like, it's a little, like, paragraph right above where the padlock is.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna put on my reading glasses and, like, read the fine print of this Terms of Agreement.
6: so you look really closely at it, and it looks like it's kind of, like, scribbled in there. And it looks like it's almost like a little, like, riddle right above the padlock. Fuck, all right so as you kind of look at it in like tiny script it says i feed children standing i feed adults when i'm dead you hear a bell before you see me and i fear the stairs the key was all in my mind i'm gonna give up and i'm gonna go to the bunks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I- don't know.
2: <laughs> I feed children standing and I feed adults dead- What are you? Some kind of- What are you, the IRS? I'm gonna go back to the fucking- <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the bunks and I'm gonna see what's in there. I don't know what that says. I know- I know Henry does, but he ain't here. You don't know?
6: I hope that's simple and I'm an idiot. Daniel's the only one that read it. everyone else is heading downstairs. Daniel, did you want to, like, tell anybody while people are, like, heading downstairs? N-
2: let me, uh, let me do a knowledge history check. To see if this is a a uh, a very well-known stupid poem that someone might have written once upon a time to trick Oedipus or whatever. And I'm going to roll a dice to see if Sensei Sanway told me that this riddle, once upon a time. Because that's what I have written in parentheses. is the only reason why I have history as like a, a chosen thing. It's like, oh, Sensei told interesting. me. interesting.
6: Okay. It's
3: full of like super strange history. Like...
6: Yeah, exactly. Not even
3: true. It's just like weird little tidbits of knowledge. So I'm like,
2: yeah, those <laughs> those sea monsters on the maps for the oceans are totally real. So I rolled it, uh, intelligence. Oh, good. That's a zero. So I got a 13.
6: So it is not any riddle or like poem that you heard from your sensei growing up. So it's something that somebody made up, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be a historical one that you remember your sense Sensei talking about.
2: I'm going to, then I will audibly not yell, but I will audibly say, I don't get it. And then I'm going to walk towards the bunks.
6: Okay. So you go, I don't get it. And start walking towards the bunks. During this time, I'll take it that people are on their way, but like the other party members would be able to hear that. Would anyone else like to check it out before they head downstairs?
4: Nope. I'm committed.
6: Back. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for working hard on this but fuck yo no i commend the character dude i
2: commend it they're just like we're here to kill orton i don't give a shit what daniel said
3: i'm i'm curious about what daniel said but at this point it feels like delana's like lasered in so she just kind of driving along i'm like
5: okay i guess you know
3: yeah
2: mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. i hope there's a solid gold sword in there
5: that we'll never get to see a whole bunch of sausages or <laughs> 50 pounds of meat
1: I mean, the guy just asked for the whiskey, and like we're like, oh, okay, it shouldn't take us this long to like find it. He was gonna think something weirds going on. Better get down. Let's go down.
2: We don't want to ruin the narrative, right?
4: Yeah, we don't want our hosts waiting.
6: So at the bottom of the stairs, there's a really like narrow hallway that kind of leads down a little bit, and then opens up into like a large, what kind of looks kind of like a rec room almost that has like tables with like food all over them and like empty and some full like wine bottles and like gold pieces and bread. And there's these three, what looks kind of like half-orcs and black cloaks. It looks like they're playing cards.
4: Oh, they're black cloaks. Or they're blue cloaks, exclu- excuse me. Oh. I was like, shit, we're in the wrong cloaks.
1: Look, oh, wrong gang!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: A bunch of bloods roll into the
6: crypt oh, clubhouse. Wrong one. You, you came into the wrong clubhouse. As you kind of like walk through like the narrow part and it kind of opens up into it, one of the half-orcs and the cloaks kind of turns around and... To you, Eli, in one of the cloaks, he kind of looks at you kind of
4: up and down and goes, well, did you bring the whiskey? Well, yeah. i toss the bottle at him. Just straight toss it to him. Hope
6: he's got good reflexes. I don't really care. Okay, so Eli, do you want to aim it at him or at the floor?
4: At him, at him. I mean, this is a, this is a, a friendly toss. I mean... Okay, it is a friendly it's toss. It's his fault okay. if he can't catch it. So he
6: like holds his hand out to catch it it hits him and he like goes back and like grabs it so like he missed but it hit him he goes all right goes thanks and he kind of he
4: looks at you and goes goes who the hell are you oh we're the new guys but we had a good night out today
0: we're the disguise boys (laughs) no i was so excited for him to say the new guys because that's what
5: we're the new guys we're the we're new we're the trojan horse equestrians
6: (laughs) and the other two kind of look at you questioningly like who's that they don't recognize you but you're wearing the cloak. It's not like he could just kill them in the streets and steal their cloaks. Yeah. By the way, is Orton around? They go. They go. Orton. No, he's he's back doing his thing. He doesn't talk much about it. It's something to do with the with the Iron Maiden thing he's got in the upper room. He doesn't let us see it though.
5: Okay. So with me listening, can I like roll a perception check to hear that, or do I just hear it?
6: Uh, roll perception. It's gonna be muffled. I wish Daniel wasn't such a dummy.
4: Yeah. That. Iron Maiden thing is pretty 14, weird. What the hell is world. that? <laughs> I'll never tell. Three, seventeen.
5: So Riven, you can hear it word for word. Okay. All right, I'm going to turn around and start looking around for an Iron Maiden then. Okay, so the Iron Maiden is going to
6: be right next to you. So the thing that Daniel is just checking out.
5: Oh, he's right next to me? <laughs> yeah. Well, the I the said Iron Maiden is, like, is
6: basically right next, is like up against the wall, like kind of next to the
5: staircase. All right, I'll start evaluating. I'll let you juggle how to uh, handle the people who are in conversation with people who are trying to crack the safe. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell him the riddle
2: again just before you go into the, the next deal.
5: So I'm going to go along with like the conversation
6: first while Riven is now going to go over to the iron maiden at this point once he hears it so eli they're questioning so they're, they're like they're like who the he- who the hell are you
4: the new guy i saw that iron maiden upstairs what the hell is up with that thing it's something with orton
6: he's got some i don't know he, he dabbles in magic
4: oh, that's fucking weird
6: he's really secretive about it it's freaking stupid like he's all yeah he thinks he's all good and stuff
4: like he's inside it that's really weird
6: apparently he doesn't let anyone see when he goes in there he, he, he makes everybody leave and then we come back and he's gone that's the only place he could have possibly gone have you guys we haven't in seen it? it but there's something there's something about that thing
4: i don't know i'm gonna pour some whiskey okay. out, pour some out start drinking so there's whiskey.
6: like some like some like shot glasses and some larger like ale like goblets up on the table
4: yeah get these guys liquored up let's
6: talk a little Tim's like, who wants some fire water? Okay, so you, you pour the guys some whiskey. And they kind of look at you and smile. They're like, whoa, that's that's expensive stuff. We got that from we got that from the distillery. Maybe Orton left it out on the table. Who knows? Drink up. Hell yeah, <laughs> boss ain't here. I don't know who you are, but you got away with words, friend. And everybody kind of like grabs a glass and cheerses to to you. <laughs> They don't care. Well, here, let's go to, so Delana, you're also cloaked as a Children of Chaos member. So Eli is going up making pals with these other three guys that are sitting around a table. What would you like to do kind of during this time?
1: So they haven't seen me yet. Obviously I haven't like revealed myself.
6: So you're coming back from behind them so they know there's other people behind them but okay. they saw like what what they perceived as a fellow member so they're not on their guard. Along the wall as you kind of walk in you can see that there's like different colored clothes hung up along the wall. So you can see that there's what looks like a set of like nobles regalia. A set of white robes. One set of like commoners rags and then two other sets of blue robes along the wall as as you enter so it kind of looks like they almost have like their own disguises yeah other than that there's just kind of like food empty and full wine bottles it's honestly a mess in this room and obviously he's got there's those kind of like three guys playing cards and drinking with eli
1: can I join them drinking like, hey, hey guys, I'm, I'm the other newbie. I just was, I was behind. I was uh, kind of just taking it all in. What a beautiful place it is. And that, you know, like that iron like sculptury thing. Like, what
6: is that?
2: Uh, we all know. It's what a- You're my favorite, most nonchalant, like, disguisey boy I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs>
6: what is that? What is- Whoa,
0: gee. Wow. I'm
1: new here.
0: <laughs> yeah. I made cupcakes for
6: everyone.
1: Hey that work. I didn't make cupcakes though. But uh, you know, nice to meet y'all. Uh so excited to be part of this team. Can I get a drink here?
6: Absolutely. Let let's let's go. We we picked this up from taxes this week. So yeah, come on. i no, have no have a have a seat. Yeah. With Orton and that Iron Maiden thing. He's got some weird attachment to it. We don't know what's up with it, but we I don't know, he keeps it locked all the time. He pays really special attention to it. He doesn't let anybody, like, touch it.
0: As they're um, kind of, like, bonding with these folks, can I do maybe, like, a perception check to see, like, if there's other doors in this particular room or anything, or, like, other passageways?
6: So, as you go in, this is, looks like just a solid room. A dead-end kind of thing? Yep, so it's just this.
0: Uh, the clothes on the wall, so it's sort of like a locker room, dressing room kind of thing, or, like, like
6: the... Yeah, so they just kind of, like, hang on little hooks on the wall.
0: And what are these guys dressed as right now? So they're just in, like, common clothes?
4: And are they
6: armed? They've got kind of the blue cloaks on, and they also have the golden black studded leather on as well of, like, of the Street Reavers. And they do, they are armed, although that's, like, on, all their stuff is, like, holstered. But obviously they're not on their guard. But they kind of look past Delana, you and, you and Eli, and they look past to the, what is it, Deck and Ingus that are still apparently in manacles back in the
4: hallway. And they look back and they go, they go, who do you have with you? Who's that? Oh, yeah, we got some uh, healers. They were taking them prisoner. We were going to show them up to Orton.
0: Please don't hurt me.
4: You bastards. I'll kill you all. You
6: They go, oh, you brought him in a little early. He only takes him on Tuesdays. Tuesday nights is when we're supposed to bring in the people. Oh, shit. Well, what today? What is today? Not Tuesday.
1: You know, newbie vibes here, guys.
6: It's Monday. They're like, oh, well, bring him in tomorrow. He did say he wanted us to bring in. Are they, they look like he, they're, were they healing on the streets
4: too? Oh, yeah. They were trying to like heal each other and some other (laughs) weird. Who knows, man? We just took him over and brought him down here. Yeah, we had to do the right thing. Healing others, healing each other—they're just healing, healing everything. I mean, we're just trying to make a good impression on Orton, you know? For your first day in the job, might as well fuck some shit up,
5: right?
6: Oh, all right, looks like you got him chained up nice. We'll probably just be able to keep him in the bunks or chain him under a table until tomorrow night, and then
4: Orton, I'll take him. Oh, sure. Then uh, why don't we, uh, we, we can take him up right now. Put him up in the bunks, but Orton Didn't said only bring him, like Tuesday that? nights. I'm in the bunks. I don't know. <laughs> Is my 17 perception still in effect?
6: Yeah, so, so Riven, you can hear this word for word.
4: Well, I mean, you guys don't have to come upstairs. We'll, we'll, we'll just take We'll them. take care of it. Yeah, we'll take oh. care. of it. What are the new guys. We'll take we care of that. We have
1: to learn how to do the thing.
4: We chose the wrong day. I mean, yeah, like Monday, Tuesday. I, I didn't really pay attention during orientation. You're early, but yeah, you brought them. You brought them down. You
6: take care of them. Just go tie them up, and we'll take care of them tomorrow, and Oregon will come and get them.
4: Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like great. Hey, why don't, you, why don't you guys drink another round? I mean, <laughs> of course. That part's easy.
1: I mean, we don't have to tell you, like obviously, but
0: oh
6: my god, I just want to like
1: be cool with like you know you guys. All right, cool.
6: We are going to murder them. Good good, keeping that riffraff off the streets, and they all kind of hold up their glasses. Yeah, yeah, cheers. They look back at Deck and Ingus, and they go, Orton's going to have a
4: fun time with you two.
3: Please don't hurt me.
4: Prisoners, (laughs) we're going up the stairs.
3: Fuck you, children of chaos. Have fun. Good work. How
0: many half works did you say were in that room?
3: Three. Three?
0: I could maybe put them to sleep with a sleep spell. Would that matter? Is it time to spring on them? No.
4: We can wait on it. We'll murder them in due time. Can we? We can wait.
6: Yeah, we'll we'll play
4: it safe for now. Not have to get the party started too early. Let's go upstairs.
6: And so the four you guys kind of begin to go back up the stairs. In that amount of time, how many chests did I find? So you found there's eight small lock boxes under. God, that's a lot. Under the beds.
2: Alright, well, while you describe everything else, I'm just gonna roll eight dice and see if I unlock any eight at a time.
6: Can you unlock things, or do you have to break Five them? I have slide a hand.
2: I assume that's all I need. And, and a street knife.
5: Would you like a rusty
2: nail? You're tomorrow? gonna
5: need
6: something a little
5: slimmer than a
6: knife.
2: Not at all. But it's opened unlocked doors before, and it was kay. pretty hot. Like I said, I'll I will roll them and you can continue with the descriptions, and I will give you the terrible numbers later. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Roll of disadvantage
6: for using a knife.
2: Oh my god, I think you told me that last time too. Uh <laughs> all right, I'll do it. For eight times to- so sixteen times I'll do it. You you run the you run the numbers, Kurt. You you do the do. No, no, I'm not <laughs> you roll your own number. I'm rolling my numbers. I want Kurt to describe everything else that's happening around me, breaking my knife against fucking stupid chests and so garbage.
5: I, I, I heard about the Iron Maiden, so I'm very intrigued about this poem. Okay,
6: so Riven, you heard Daniel kind of like exasperatedly see something about the Iron Maiden, then give up and start trying to pick locks, uh, locks with the knife. Do you want to check out the Iron Maiden? Yes. You go over to where Daniel was kind of like checking out the Iron Maiden and you can see kind of where like the padlock is, uh, as well as kind of like that small kind of like scribbled in script above where the padlock is. As you read it again, so the little like riddle says, I feed children standing, I feed adults when I'm dead. You hear
5: a bell before you see me and
6: I fear the stairs. The key
5: is in my mind. It's a cow. Feed children standing, you milk it, you feed children when you're dead, you kill it your stairs, cows can't go downstairs. It's a cow. What the fuck? <laughs> Daniel's never seen a cow. It was a cow.
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't like to...
5: Do stairs. Yeah, cows can walk upstairs, they can't walk downstairs. I mean, I don't know if you say it's a cow
3: or you just you I don't know the whole thing. I know the, the Sphinx thing. one. I don't know no fucking cow one, alright? I,
5: I didn't know that one until just tonight, but
0: I think we need to I think we need to cut a cow open and get a key out of it, what it sounds like to me.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna look around the room and see if there's anything cow shaped in this room that I see. So is there a cow statue or a cow drawing or There's no cows, although
6: they're was like one or two cows that was, I guess, in like the farm fields, like above in like the butcher shop.
5: We have to go to the cow level now. This just turned into Diablo.
1: It's in the cow heads.
5: I wonder if Orton is a cow. Maybe Orton
0: is a cow druid. Why would you choose to be a cow? Oh
5: my God. I'm done with my dice rolls. I'm also gonna examine the padlock while I'm at it and see if it looks magical or mundane. Roll Arcana can I just roll like I'm a fucking rogue? Do you want to try to unlock it? That'd I be do. the roguey... Ooh. Instant okay. death. Yeah, I, was gonna say I see a four on there. That was before. That was before when I just wanted to see if it was magical. So I clearly don't know if it's magical. I got like a five of my arcana check.
6: As you're like kind of fiddling with it and like getting out your tools, you do see that
5: there's small strange markings along the lock. Okay. Well, that freaks me out. There, there's small strange writings on this lock.
6: It's not letters like the poem is or the riddle is. It's different...
5: Markings you can't read. I'm going to say, gentlemen, we need something related to a cow to unlock this magical lock. Oh, my God. Is the DM making fun of us? Did we need the meat?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, there's some, like, cow heads, like, upstairs. Maybe the key's in there? Like, when I was, like, rummaging around and not doing... No?
4: Wait, so what does it mean the key is in the mind?
0: It's in the brain of the cow. We have to stick our hands... Inside of a cow's head and feel around its brains until we find a key. Is
4: there any other markings on this thing? This Iron Maiden? It looks just
6: decorated. I mean, it's got, like, a woman's face, but then the rest of it just looks like it's made out of iron, but it's all looks like a wrapped-up woman on the outside, and so most of it's fairly smooth. And it just has, like, just a padlock that has it closed. There is a keyhole at the bottom of the padlock, and then the riddle's scribbled right above it into the iron. And you can see that the padlock does have some kind of arcane-looking markings in the lock itself.
4: The key is... What was the exact last line?
6: The key is in my mind. As as in it's
4: not a real thing. I I
0: literally think it's in a cow's brain.
4: I mean, is there like a, in my, like, is it like the Iron Maiden's mind? Like, is there... (laughs) Oh, is there like a grandfather clock type of opening? Yeah, is there like an opening at the head of the thing that has like...
6: It looks, just looks like a woman, like a very, not very detailed, but it's a woman's face and then looks like it's wrapped up, but there doesn't seem to be any, like, outlines or any, like, openings.
0: Okay, so I think if someone did shove a key inside of the brain of a cow, that cow would be acting very strangely. So at the very least, we can go see if there's a strangely acting cow upstairs.
5: Sure could. Delana, roll a wisdom check. Still has like, this is some uh, sex cult lingo. I know this. Eight. You don't remember. I'm gonna smack the lawn on. Say, remember? I don't
1: remember. I only remember that we have 42 pounds of meat back home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I only remember the riddle about the rabbit, not the
0: cow. Do you mind? Do you mind reciting the poem one more time?
6: It says, "I feed children standing. I feed adults when I am dead. You hear a bell before you see me, and I fear the stairs. The key is in my mind. I fear the stairs."
5: That part I don't get. Which I guess is cows?
0: Yeah, cows have like the spindly little legs, I don't
5: know. Cows can walk upstairs, they cannot walk downstairs. But who said that? Since when?
1: That's like a real thing.
5: Don't argue with me, I'm from Wisconsin. I
1: know cows!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is Riven from Wisconsin?
5: Yeah, is Riven from Cowland? Metagaming. Yeah, I know, should I
0: roll a knowledge cows check? A nature check? Somehow in your noble background, you know about cows and stairs?
5: My noble family, which is all about mining, is like, oh yeah, cows also. Mining and dairy. You diversify.
0: At the very least, we should see if there's a cow with a bell on its neck, right? That's at least in the right direction.
5: Sure. We should try and make it walk down the stairs. How did you know <laughs> it was cows, Henry? Is this a thing? Okay, I
3: just, I don't know how it suddenly occurred to me, but just thinking about it as I feed children when I'm standing up. It was as, as... Boobies? Uh, I get it.
2: I was, ex- I was imagining the children standing up and the adults being dead. Not oh. whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, what feeds adults when they're dead? Like, dirt? Worms? Invest meat. But I get it. Yeah, we're really leaning into the whole meat situation here.
0: Brought to you by Tyson.
2: Yeah, brought to you by Jack Lynx. It's not the truth, but it's what it is.
4: Ingus, do you want to go look for the this cow?
0: I'm going to unshackle myself so that it's easier, and then I'm going to go upstairs, Sure. and I'm going to look and see if there's a cow that has a bell on it. <laughs> I'm going to drill
2: its brain empty. While he climbs up the stairs, in the amount of time of them all reading a riddle, I got a 1, a 19, an 11, <laughs> a 13, a 10, a 1, a 7, and a 1.
4: That's a lot of 1s, dude. Yeah, I
2: got 3 1s uh, when rolling to unlock anything. Which was very exciting because those 1s were the first roll of each disadvantage. Which I was very, like, hmm, spot on. But the 19, that better have a cow inside that chest. I swear to God.
6: Nope, in that chest, there's 14 silver. Sick. And 10 gold.
4: Okay, that's respectable. You can buy 40 pounds of meat.
6: <laughs> and it looks like a set of kind of like commoner's clothes.
5: So
4: are we just going to make this our party's thing,
5: like we're going to spend the whole campaign just buying bunches of meat or just excessive
4: amounts of anything?
6: Plot twist.
4: Next time it'll be feathers. We'll buy 42 gold of feathers.
0: Can you imagine how much meat we can get when we sell that breastplate, 2000
6: gold meat?
2: <laughs> Don't you dare. You wish. <laughs> uh, that that nineteen, the only one that got anything? The rest of the boxes just
6: with that knife, you're not able to get in there.
2: Yeah, and I don't waste time. I'm not I'm not gonna spend my time more than once on a
6: thing. Yeah.
0: In the dark, in the rain, I'm gonna be looking around the barnyard to see if there's uh cows in particular, where the cows would be. So since it's raining, you'd think they
6: would be like in the larger barn, in which case the barn doors have just been left open in like the large barn that's connected to like the back room of the butcher shop.
0: I'm going to scurry in there, and then if I see cows, I'm going to look and see if any of them are wearing bells. You
6: do see that there's two cows that are just kind of like in stables, and they're chewing away at some hay. Both of them have bronze bells on. (laughs) They kind of look at you in a cow way.
0: So this is my theory is that there's literally a key inside of the brain of one of these cows... So what I want to do is maybe do a perception check to see if I see, like, anything off about the cow's head. Like, is there some sort of, like, healed incision or something, like, surgical about it? Or, like, part of the eye socket that's injured or something? This is getting really dark.
6: Roll investigate. As you kind of, because you can go right up to these cows. They don't seem to mind being handled.
0: If they kick me, I'm dead. Investigate, I have a plus two to investigate. Uh, Six. Yeah.
6: As you check out the cows, it seems like they're untouched. Like, I guess, like, there seems to be no wounds on them. They seem to be, like, dairy cows.
0: But they have bells. I'm
6: just... They're very friendly. Yeah.
0: In my head, it's like, so he only does the torture thing on Tuesdays. Maybe, like, there's, like, a a butchering of cows on a certain day. And then... Well, why would you go to such lengths to put something inside of an alive cow? Delano was saying that maybe there's, like, heads in the butcher shop. Maybe he hides a key in there. I'm very confused. And I my one moment of... Being able to tell via perception failed miserably.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna start picking some of those locks that Daniel couldn't, and see if maybe there's some like cow figurines in there or something. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave
2: the before before Riven decides to do that. I'm gonna leave and be like, I got. Nothing, and then I'm gonna walk towards the the Iron Maiden or whatever, and I'm gonna look at it. Like, yeah, I'm,
5: I'm study gonna use it. my thieves' tools so that I don't have disadvantage on everything. Riven, roll for the other
6: seven lockboxes.
5: Yeah, there are seven of them, just plus decks, I guess. So that'd be. 14, 21, You count it out. You figure it out. 42. Okay.
6: And so, Daniel, you check out the... Yeah,
2: I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna think about it some more and then I'm gonna ask the surrounding party members. What do you think it means? Because I still don't know. I don't know. It's cows.
6: Deck, I think you're still down there.
5: Yeah, I believe I am. Well, I guess I was kind of with Delana and all them, but I've come back up. a so, Senior DM, I have gotten a 19, an 8, a 9, a 22, a 14. 4- You were able to open three of them. Were there any cow-related items in them? Nope,
6: but there was 21 gold. Woo! Pretty hot. And only 18 silver between those. And then also it looks like, again, commoner
4: clothes. Does it look like there's an actual key that fits into this lock?
6: Inside any of the lock boxes, no. Inside There's of no the keys. Iron
4: Maiden. No, I mean, the Iron Maiden, like that, it's actually, does it look like a keyhole that's... There is a keyhole. So a physical key belongs in this thing.
6: There's a physical key that goes into the bottom of the padlock that has the, kind of the symbols carved into it, yes.
4: If it's a physical key, can't you
6: just
2: pick it? Can Daniel attempt to pick it with his fucking street knife? Yes. Slick. With disadvantage, I assume.
6: Yes, because you're using a knife.
0: Real quick, is it late enough in the day that the meat shop is closed or is it still open?
6: Ingus, you're inside the barn. You do not see a light coming in from, because at the far end of the barn, there's a part where it connects to the, like the back room of the butcher shop. Uh huh. You do not see any light coming in from that door. So it looks like it's closed and there's no lights coming from in, within the building itself.
0: All right. Well, other people can go, but my next step is to break into that meat shop.
2: So I rolled a 19 and a 20 on the dice for breaking into the, uh, the whatever thing, the Iron Maiden. And I have a plus 5 on the, uh, the thing. So it's a 24 minimum. I was really impressed. I was like, I'm gonna roll two dice at the same time. That way, I don't ruin, you know, I don't soil the virginity of one dice with its disadvantage. And I got a 19 and a fucking 20. And I was like, "Ooh, it's a shame I didn't get two 20s.
6: And so, what was it a twenty?
2: It was a twenty-four.
6: You jam a knife into there, and you kind of wiggle it around. And as you wiggle it around, you can feel like static building up in your body. And so, your hair do you have do you have longer hair or do you have? It is, is longer
2: hair. hair sh- sure, yeah, that's what the concept art looks like.
6: And so, your hair starts to like stand up on end, but you somehow. Find a little nook in there to get it in, and you hear a little and the padlock opens. And then your hair, as soon as it opens, your hair dies back down.
2: I got it, guys!
6: I can't believe you opened that with a goddamn knife.
2: Again, it was two dice. They're right here. I was very impressed. I was like, two different dice. I got a million. Why don't I roll two at the same time? And then it happened. Until
0: someone comes to get me, I'm going to assume that I have to break into a butcher shop and stick my hand in some
6: dead cats. <laughs>
5: We're going to let you hang out out there.
1: <laughs> get some more meat for your money.
6: Okay, real quick. Who's still down? We're like, who's like watching Daniel do this? So Riven, you're opening boxes. Deck, are you still down with Daniel?
3: Yeah, I'm still giving him the, oh, you want me to smash
5: some shit? This is like a rusty nail (laughs) 2.0. There's no way we should have been able to pick
6: that. It's hard, but hey, the the dice have spoken. He's able to open this thing. And then Delana and Eli are both of you back up the ladder? So like kind of up with Ingus or in like the fields? No, we're down here. No,
1: I haven't left yet, yeah.
6: Okay, so you guys are down there. So you guys have seen that Daniel has opened the padlock.
4: Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on the top of the stairs for, you know, our friends. Just in case they like come back up. I'm so sorry, Ingus. I'm so sorry.
5: Yeah. Meanwhile, the clown halfling is up butchering cattle. I'm gonna break
0: into the meat shop first and see if there's any already decapitated uh, cows to stick my head hand in their head, so I don't have to kill any cows.
6: And so you go up to there's kind of like a there's like a sliding barn door, and you can see that it's. As you like try to slide it open, it looks like it's like locked from the inside.
5: I don't think we'll be able to pick that lock. So there's
6: really no way to pick it from this side of it.
5: All
0: right, well, I'm going to turn back around and I'm going to look at the cows and I'm going to contemplate for a very long time, whether it's appropriate to, there's two cows in my interpretation, the key is in the head of one of them, but I'd have to murder two cows in order to do it. And I think that. I I don't have the conscience to do it, so I'm going to turn around and return to the hole.
5: But they're cows. Like there's a bunch of real lives on the line.
1: They're gonna get like killed like tomorrow
5: anyway, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna be the one that kills. They the have cow. to to restore the stock of meat that they sold us.
6: I guess that's true. Yeah, you guys sold them out, so they're gonna have to kill all the animals to restock. We're
1: already gonna eat their friends. We've already eaten part of their friend.
4: Mm.
6: Whatever. Out of
0: the interest <laughs> of time, I'm going to decide that I don't have the guts to kill a cow right now, and I'm going to go back down the hole.
6: Seeing no like easy entrance into the, the back room of the butcher shop, you had to kind of like back down the entrance way into the into the secret underground lair, and you see that everyone's kind of like, well, maybe waiting for you, but that Daniel has opened the padlock uh, on his own.
0: I'd be like, thank God, I was about to stick my hand in a cow's head.
6: Wait,
2: was that the riddle? Was
0: it cows? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to throw the spent padlock, like, across the room.
6: Then you throw the padlock across, like, the spent room, and it, like, hits one of the walls, and you see there's, like, this, like, little burst of electricity as it smacks up against the wall and then hits the floor. That's a dumb
4: answer to a riddle. Let's, uh, let's open us up. You are able to open up
6: the sides of the Iron Maiden if you'd like to.
4: Yes. The quest desires it. I'm going to
5: draw my bow in anticipation.
6: (laughs) My fists
5: are always at the ready. Open
6: up the Iron Maiden, and it swings open silently, and on, like, the inside of the door, there's obviously spikes, like what you'd see inside, like, a classical torture device. On the inside, across from, like, the door that you just opened, there is an inky blackness. It's almost like a sheet of pure black that you can't seem to see through. Pitch black. As soon as you, like, get past, like, the top of, like, where the iron goes back, it's just pitch black. You
4: can't see the back of the thing. Wait, is this kind of like our magic portal that we use to get into our secret meeting room?
2: Yeah, Daniel's like, oh, man, it's really dark in there. As he starts to, like, put put the hand above his eyes and start to, like, walk forward into the blackness.
6: So you walk forward into it?
2: Yeah. Hundred percent.
6: Is anyone else gonna do anything as like Daniel just walk, walks into the inky blackness? It's
2: dark as hell, dudes. And I and I walk forward.
0: Probably should have like put a rope on him before you.
2: He... <laughs> you would think, but there's but there's plot. There's plot going. We gotta progress it, you know.
6: Anybody want to do anything as he's going in?
2: I'm gonna follow him, but I'm gonna be stealthy about it. We are the stealthy boys. We I should I should have thought that. Weapons out, I guess.
6: Yep, yeah, I'll
0: follow everybody else, but I'll make I'll tap my like waist to make sure I have my umbrella rapier ready
6: to go. Silly. Daniel, you go into the inky blackness kind of peering forward and you go into it and, and as you step like into the darkness, you can't see anything right away, and a couple steps in, eventually the inky blackness just opens up. So as you kind of step through the inky blackness, you immediately find yourself in some sort of, like, large subterranean, what looks like a laboratory. Oh, So you sick. can see that there's tables with surgical tools, and papers are scattered around the stone room. So in the middle of the room, glowing embers outline, like, a blacksmith's forge, again in the center, and you hear kind of a pained, monstrous gasping echoing from the back of the room. <gasps> So, so you step through and you find yourself kind of in this, what looks like a laboratory. And on one of the tables, you can see what it looks like. They're on one of the tables in front of you, there's like a dead, kind of cut up person on one of the tables. Yeah, it's pretty fiat. So Daniel, what would you like to do? So you're the first one to kind of enter this. Whoa! But yep, this is what it leads to.
2: And I move a square away so another party member can <laughs> also enter, enter the fray. And I go, whoa, that's crazy. As I sidestep five feet, grab claw style. And I notice that there are some uh, members of the opposite party to the south of me. Mayhaps that's it to the south of me. And I say, whoa. And I wait for the rest of the party as I as Devin finds his fucking missing dice.
0: Did we, we all said that we were stepping in pretty much, right?
6: Who would be the one that would step in immediately after Daniel? I would No, I would be say Deck,
2: the gruesome twosome. is either the gruesome twosome or the
6: stealthy boys. I'm going to bring Deck in there a second.
3: Right On, yeah, I kind of figured that I'd have like a hand on Daniel's shoulder as he walks in, so I'm kind of just like following him through basically.
2: Daniel makes connections, Daniel keeps his talons into any uh, any resources, I guess either the gruesome twosome or the stealthy boys.
6: Daniel, as you As you enter, you really don't hear anything other than kind of like that gasping and kind of like gnashing coming from like the back of the room. Deck, as you enter, both of you kind of hear like kind of a strange kind of like slurred voice echoing from different parts of the room. You can't really tell where. It says kind of like in a slurred strange way, it goes... Stop, intruders. Go back through my portal. He doesn't say or else. If he doesn't
2: say or else, I say no. You're not my supervisor. Yeah, you're not my real
6: dad.
3: Are you Orton? <laughs> <fast? laughs>
6: that's, my, that's my favorite response to anything. And the voice goes, I don't know how you broke into my laboratory, assassins, but go back from where you came from. I'll
2: fucking cut you. And I hope the rest of the party is funneling in as I'm
5: intimidating this man. I don't know what to do, because you didn't threaten to punch him, and that just throws me off. You're right, alright, yeah I go, hold on wait, I'll punch you! I'll make
2: the noise, but I'll just put the fist out. It's I mean, fantasy land, you now. can do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, I'll follow, once everybody else is in, I'll be in.
6: Everyone else begins to pour in, and you hear the voice again, and again in like a slurred tone. It says, I don't know
5: what they paid you, but I'll pay twice as much. Go back. You'll pay five times as much. And that'll come down to 5,000 gold. I'll look at the rest of the party and say, they, they
0: paid us? And then keep my fist up. <laughs> <laughs> Cease the slaughtering of street healers. That's what I'll just yell that out as a little halfling. Oh, you're real.
6: You're reading the script. They're dying for a good cause. Money? What causes that? How much money? <laughs> I keep my fists up. As if assassins actually cared to heal the roving death. I'm I basically going kind to of go slack
3: at that and be like, I'm going to kind of like put my gear down and kind of, I don't understand. How do, how can you heal the roving death? There's, the Scourge Herders have tried for a long time and and who are you to say that you can do this when an organization dedicated for hundreds of years has not been able to find any
5: solution to this?
3: Daniel's is looking for a source of the voice. Roll
2: perception.
5: Okay. Oh, not the one that's got a one showing. Turns out there's a curtain and there's just blood like spraying over <laughs> Okay. It's a 13.
6: You're not sure where it's coming from. It kind of sounds like it's coming from everywhere.
4: Can anyone else tell where it's coming from?
6: Everybody. I'm going to do like a group <laughs> perception. So everybody roll perception. Other
4: than Daniel,
6: you got yours. If. Half of you get it, then you'll get it.
0: I rolled a 21 total. Uh, 19. 23 total.
6: So the group got it. Good job, group. The group can tell... That it's coming from behind the front table. So, Eli, I'm going to back you up a little bit.
4: I was going to go look at this this dude over here.
6: You can tell that it's coming from a table that's directly behind kind of like where like the blacksmith's workshop is. Kind of like beh- the table with like, a whole bunch of tools on it. Kind of behind like the pile of like burning embers. To the eastern side most of the wall. It's echoing off the walls, but you guys can pinpoint that it is coming from behind that table originally. Although you can't see him. It's like across the way from us, like immediately mm-hmm. jumping out of the portal. Yeah. Going back to Deck, what, what was your question? I know you had... Did my question for asking the voice or... The voice, yeah. What makes you think that
3: a single person, that you, have a solution to the roving death when the Scourge purgers have been dedicated to finding the answer to that question for hundreds of years and haven't gotten anything?
6: The Scourge purgers were not able to sacrifice what it takes to cure the scourge it takes lives it takes gold and lives but i believe that father solomon has found a way
3: who's that let me guess this is one of those the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few situations am i correct
6: absolutely
3: how many lives would it cost to cure the the purge deck setting up deals
6: dozens to cure and protect thousands we're so close why, if you want to- Again, go back, go back the way you came, and I will pay you double whatever they
4: paid you to kill me.
6: How could you prove that you've got a cure? We don't have a cure yet, but we're so
4: close. Wait, who gets to decide who the dozens are?
6: I do. We take the dregs of society. What else, what other good do they do for everyone? Sitting on the streets? Beggars? Here, they their lives can actually mean something. They can save others.
2: Daniel spits on his fucking fists. And he fucking rubs him on his gi- on his gi, and he says, Dregs, you say? You're going down! If if there's a- Uh, a moment of a a next time on Daniel moves in for the kill. Like he moves his full 40 feet worth of bonus movement. Now that he's level two for the kids at home studying the player's handbook, he gets a bonus 10 feet worth of movement for being level two as a monk. And so he zooms straight forward to now the pinpointed voice talking about his fucking gambling bunny. He's like, you'll never sacrifice. Let me look at. Kevin, Graham, Locke, and Craig, and he'll he'll do it again. He'll spit and shine his fists on his, on his ghee and start moving 40 feet towards the baddie in a hostile blood-fueled movement in his eyes.
6: Your footsteps start going forward, and the voice again goes, stop where you are, it's not just me in this laboratory. This isn't worth your lives. Daniel keeps going. And he just fucking zooms through,
2: pushes away, blind fury, okay. fighting for the common man on on the streets, saying, There ain't no dregs in my
6: handbook. And then you hear kind of like in the the slurred voice before kind of call out from where you can tell is behind the table. And it goes, Guardians, awaken, the servant of your master is in danger. And on like with the side wall off to your right, you can see two what looks like suits of armor suddenly like electrify with this like blue light and they suddenly be able to move off of the wall towards you and we'll stop there good place
0: Thanks so much for joining us on another quest. Be sure to tune in next time to keep up with the continuing adventures of our crew. How will this fight pan out? You can check out the video version of our adventures on YouTube, or you can listen to them as podcasts wherever podcasts are found. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Heads Must Roll on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.